Greetings from the Seventh Circle. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Seventh Circle of Film. I'm your host, Kieran, and joining me is my little demonic terror, Steph. Hey, actually, yeah, I'm good with that. You're good with that one? I've tried to find something more demeaning than, uh, what was it, Michael Madsen to Uwe Boll. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it, it's fine. And, uh, of course, because we're clueless idiots, in one respect at least, around horror, we try to circumvent that slightly with this one and grab someone from the era who sort of knows what he's talking about. You know, I won't over-fucking-play you too much. <laughs> uh, Rob, good friend. How you doing, man? Okay, great. Thanks for having me. So, uh, first question for the 1980s. Were there roving biker gangs of exactly four people in cars that crashed constantly? Just a weird connection between the two films. Two biker gangs looked like fucking Billy Idol driving around. Exactly the same point in the fucking film. The same people, almost. Well, that's one thing about demons, is that they really try... Like, it was made, obviously, during the 80s. Okay, so so it was captured, you know, in the eighties. What I mean is that when I first saw it, I was like sixteen years old, and um, at the time I didn't appreciate it because it was made. It was in the eighties. It was made in the eighties, and I was watching it in the eighties. Going back now, I'm watching this and going, "Wow, I can't how I can't believe how representative it was of that era." Like there are only two movies that really represent two horror movies that really re- represent the eighties. One of them is absolutely fantastic, one of my favorite movies, and the other one is Demons. What is it? I've got to ask now. What, Nightmare on Elm Street? No, no, not even. Um, uh, no, Return of the Living Dead. Oh, that is a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. When you consider like the look, of course, you have your punk rock bi- uh, biker gang. Gang. Uh, the music that was involved, the the costume, the costumes, costume that was way what people wore, so you can't really say costumes. Just everything, the entire way it, um, it was filmed, um, the ambiance, everything. Yeah, it's got that eighties veneer to it. Like beyond just the setup and stuff, the camera angles, the lighting effects, everything's got this beautiful little. I don't want to say retro, because obviously it was obviously built. Back yeah, then. it was. A, it was a retro that was like yeah. made during that time, and that's what makes it classic. Shit. Like I'm watching this and going, wow, this is so eighties. And I'm going, What well, you really can't I'm going like this, you really can't make this movie like today. It would like lose some of the ambiance. And then I'm going, Ah, oh, damn, like I proved myself wrong. They did make they did remake Demons today. They didn't it's not called Demons, but they did remake the movie. Well you get I think like a Stranger Things thing where it's kind of pinging back to nostalgia and it loses that authenticity a little bit. Yeah, Stranger Things um tries too hard. Like they, it's forced eighties, and I, I, I mean, I like Stranger Things, but it's definitely way forced eighties. This is it's not it's not authentic, forced and in a weird way less eighties. This is just yeah. drenched in it. But this is like this is the way movies were made back then. I mean, like you know, they took they took they really embraced the culture and they went you know you know all in with it. It's a fairly good. Uh transition onto the soundtrack then which is drenched in 80s as well you've got what's billy idol motley crew yeah one of the great things that one of the good things about this movie is the soundtrack it's it's a really weird thing uh i know steph you point out billy idol and shit to me because i always completely forget to note down any musician for some reason yeah so 
I'm a fan of, as everyone probably knows at this point, I'm a fan of movies that are supposed to, like, it's someone's, it's clearly someone's passion project, but they've done it really poorly. Uh, I've watched uh, Toxic Avenger, and, like, Lemmy is in that, and I've always paid attention to, like, the soundtracks after, like, I'm very poor films, because I tend to find, like, most... Or, or, or weirdly, like, a load of rock bands and stuff like that tend to go for these lower-budget kind of passion projects. So I'm just watching, I'm reading through the credits at the start, and I'm like, wait, uh, Billy, Billy Idol and Motley Crue? Uh, like, I, okay, uh, alright, fine, I'll take it. And then I started actually hearing some of the songs. And they're actually very popular songs. I don't know if they've actually bought the licenses to have them in the... That's probably why it actually costs so much, but... I know Demons 2 has the Smiths, like, midway through as I was just re-watching it, found that. And his other stuff, I don't know about Surprise yet, and Eve's in that, Rob, if he's, if they've got a weird soundtrack to that. Uh, Surprise is soundtrack is not good at all. That's... It might be nothing about Surprise Year is good at all. I, it, I, it's worse than Demon. Demons was entertaining. Surprise Year was just confusing. But at the very least, for the other one, Phenomena, that Dario Argentia did, it's got Iron Maiden, Motorhead, two of the, I think the bassist and the guitarist from uh, Rolling Stones, but it's in a track. Black Sabbath has a track. It's fucking bizarre. Some film where, um, I mean, the basic plot, Jennifer Connelly arouses insects. You know, I'm going to put that in a different way. Insects are aroused by Jennifer Connelly. I feel like the passive voice there is a lot less insulting <laughs> than the active one. She doesn't like touch of insects. Insects just get aroused by her. <laughs> it's a weird fucking film. Because these, these films are made by insane people. There's no easy way to put that. Italians are fucking mental. Uh, with that, going to the cast and crew, uh, directed by... an. I'm going to butcher every fucking single one of these I know now. Lamberto Barva, uh, who also helped write it. Demons, Demons 2. He did film series, which I haven't seen and never fucking will, called The Cave of the Golden Rose. There's one, two, three, four, and five, all of which are 220 minutes long and made between like 1992 and 1996. Fuck knows how he managed to make all that shit. Literally exactly 220 minutes. Bang fucking on, I'm looking at it now. It's nuts. He also did Monster Shark and just loads of other crap. I've written, of course, Dario Argentio, Surprise Your Inferno, uh, Deep Red, I think it's also called, Tanombre, and he's just a general insane person. The Dario Sacchetti? Sacchetti? I'm going to go with that. Houses by the Cemetery, the Beyond Sea, that I mean, they're just pretty run-of-the-mill horror from that era. Fun, but shit. Proper Italian-style horror. You really had two camps of it. The campy stuff and the cannibal holocaust shit. It's the more fun side that all of these people are fucking dealing with. And then a Franco Ferreni. Sweet to a Stranger, Black Glasses, and a film called The Church, which is a semi-sequel in, like, kind of theme to Demons and Demons 2. It's as close as you get. And cast-wise... Mostly Italian again. A couple, one from Lebanese, Natasha Hovey, who plays Cheryl, who's a bit pathetic through most of this stuff. Just does nothing. Not, uh, does nothing for the film. Yeah. 
I, all it's slightly sexist these films to be honest oh they're incredibly sexist it's it's like all the all the all the women in these in these two movies are just there to be saved or killed talking of which Fereno Argentio who's played by Hannah I'm presuming related to Argentio in some way who were faints halfway through the film that's her big thing who's also in phenom- I, can't I think that's his daughter I'm, I'm almost positive that's his daughter I think that's it might be two, then. I know Age Argentia is his daughter. Actually, yeah, age-wise, I kind of match up anyway. Uh, and um, Umbrano Barini, who plays George, a sex pervert turned hero by the end of the film, who was in Gore, which apparently a sci-fi thing. Gore is uh, a novel. Um, Outlaw of Gore, Gore, those are based on sci-fi novels. Now, knowing what the budgets of these movies are, I want to see how they how they pulled that off. I'm very interested in seeing those movies now. Well, yeah, interesting. Bring that up. Might as well touch on it now. Demons Two. Demons Two was made entirely because he went massively over budget on Phenomena, the film with Jennifer Connelly and insects. He like hired a chimp to be Donald Pleasance's uh, assistant, and so then yeah, it was ridiculously over budget and was forced to make Demons Two immediately just to get a profit back. Uh, that explains a lot. Explains the cast a lot, yeah. Yeah, I, I sent I sent Kieran a, a message uh, when I first started watching these. Um, so I had a few questions, and we'll probably get into them a bit later. But basically, I started watching one, got most of the way through. I was like, okay, this. I have a feeling that this black pimp is probably gonna die at some point. So let's let's put a stamp in that before that happens, and then. Um, after one had finished, which the ending of that threw me through a fucking loop because I was expecting something completely different to happen. Two started, and I was like, "What's? Where's the difference between like first one looks almost professionally? I mean, it's still eighty style, but like almost professionally done. Whereas two looks like it's shot through a potato for Betamax." With all the fucking sound on through lead. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could barely understand anything that was happening in 2. Like, I tried putting the subtitles on, but uh, I think the thing that I was using to watch it through uh, didn't understand any of the words, so it was just garbled mess. YouTube subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, they're always fun. Yeah. Roll the dice. Not really roll the dice. It's a roll the dice from a fucking guy who can't move his own arm. Yeah, with that, who's in both films, Bobby Rhodes, who plays Tony the Pimp, and yeah, that is the actual character's name. Take a quick moment, it's a weird rabbit hole, jumping down on Tony the Pimp, who has a bizarre fucking tiny fan base on the internet, who not only has a Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter page, it has a YouTube channel with a load of short films done in the style of Shaft. I'll watch the first couple, just to give you a brief... <laughs> They're like seven minutes long. To give you a brief synopsis of the first film, he goes to his lackey, says he needs a new bitch to be pimping. Uh, his lackey takes him to a coffee shop and points out a girl he thought was quite cute, who doesn't know either of them. They then explain, we're pimps, would you like to sell yourself for sex? And she says, no. And then they leave and do some press-ups on the steps that Rocky Balboa ran up back in that film. It's shot like shit and it's terrible, but... I don't know, it's, it's one of those like little beautiful... If this guy, you know, he put all his money together, 
I think it costs like five thousand pounds to do five thousand dollars to be a pimp. I think that's what uh, makes me smile more than anything. I've literally just put into Google Tony the pimp, and these were made nineteen eighty five, right? Yeah. Yeah, so in 2011, he made another short film. Yeah. To think that's still <laughs> an ongoing thing. Like, that's, what, 20, well, it's like 15 years after? It's the American dream come true. Beautiful. He's still, he's still got a career. Bobby Rhodes, Bobby Rhodes I, I assumed that th- that was their their celebrity actor in the movie. Like, the the, the one who has, like, a name. Oh, that's sad. Because if you demons, he's the only char- His character is the only character that's not two dimensional. He's the only character that we get any kind of like um, story from. All the characters in demons. Oh, forget about demons too right now. All the characters in demons, they are all two dimensional. They're like just cardboard cutouts. They are like the worst. There's no background. We know nothing about these characters. We don't give a damn about them. Except for Bob. He's given the best lines in the movie. And he's given the most... I, up until the point that he dies, he's giving the best uh, camera time. Oh, yeah. He's the only one that does anything. He's, he's, any, he's, got, he's, he's the only one that has any kind of dimension to his character. Everyone there just screams. They're all just screaming. Or they're just really bad acting. I'm not saying that his acting is any better, but they just gave him at least more lines and better lines. I think it comes to as well the, the classic like eighties schlock stuff. He's more fun to watch at the very least, even if he's just as shit as everyone else. He's way more entertaining to watch yes. natural people oh, have this voice. They needed him in that movie. They absolutely needed him in that movie because none of the other um, actors were pulling it off. Actually, just topping on to the second one quickly uh, on the short film Tony the Pimp. The Hank, I think, is the name of the gym guy in the second one because he plays some weird cultish gym leader and he's the good guy twin to uh, Tony the Pimp's evil twin in the short film I, I wish I could make this shit up wait they're twins in that aren't yeah they're they? twins oh, that's, that's they're amazing. twins and they've been feuding and battling for years I wish <laughs> I wish I could make this shit up that sounds amazing uh, uh, budget, quickly go through this budget box office 1.8 million US dollars budget uh, and then 1.225 million in, oh sorry, 100, yeah, it's 122,500,000 in Italian lira, which in 1985 translates to 734,266 US dollars. No fucking wonder the Italians were refused joining the euro over so many years. Mm. It's Italy in 1985, get your shit together, your currency is garbage. Yeah, one US dollar is the equivalent of 166, 1,669 Italian lira. That is fucking terrible. A quick wow. trivia as well. Building used for exteriors, Metropole Theatre still stands strong in Berlin. Now a club called the Goya, which does horror conventions and stuff. Uh, not really trivia, but the bikers are called Hot Dog and Baby Pig, which I find quite funny. And I, I don't want to think that's a thing can't be a thing. Yeah, I genuinely didn't, un- like, I think when they're driving in the car, I was, I think I'll get into it a bit more later, but when they're driving around in the car, they, they're talking to each other. I genuinely thought they were trying to, like, be 
funny and be like, oh yeah, we snort Coca-Cola because, you know, back in the day it actually had cocaine in it or whatnot. I thought they were genuinely trying to be like, oh yeah, yeah that's what we're trying to do. And then back in, the, back in the day, back in the day, that was a thing. Like that was the, that's obviously the inside joke. Okay. That they're, you know, snorting Coca-Cola out of a, there's no Coke out of a Coca-Cola can. Back in the eighties, in the actual eighties, it could have been a thing. Fuck off, you fucking live and learn. So I can see why that was like there. I know it was it, like today you look back on it and say, oh, well, that's like a, a joke. No, that's like, you know, kind of a thing that they used to do. Especially if you're driving around because, you know, if, you know, if, if you pass by a cop and you're just drinking, I mean, it looks like you're just sipping out of a Coca-Cola can. That's actually, that's pretty punk. Taking really the piss punk. that way. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, doing coke in a fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> out of a Coca-Cola can. Yeah, I suppose. I'll let it off, but it it, it was just very surreal to watch. If, well, the, if well, the thing is, here's the thing about the, those the, the punk the punk gang. They serve no purpose in the movie. Yeah. They oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. can we talk about that? They there was absolutely no purpose in that movie. Yeah, I was gonna get to it a bit later, but pretty much every every bit of tension that I got from like the people in the theater being chased around by demons or I'm just going to assume they're zombies because that's pretty much what they are. Deadites, yeah. at the very least. They are. They're, they're, they've got a proper thing to an intelligence. But it very much cut the tension where it was like, oh, we're going to watch this little chase scene, and then you skip to like just four douchebags driving in the car. And it's it's very like long segments. It's like maybe a minute here, maybe like thirty seconds there, or something. And it very much takes me out of it where I'm supposed to be, like, terrified for these people, but I'm just like, I couldn't really give a shit, to be fair. Like, when I first saw this, again, as a team, um, I'm expecting, like, these guys to be, like, almost like the saviors. I was, when I was first watching this movie, I'm going, are these going to be, like, the good guys? These are, this is, is this the cavalry that's going to show up and save them? Um, and then, no. <laughs> they're not. In the fact, they're going. Oh my god! They serve no purpose in this movie whatsoever. And they're just. I don't know what. Per, I guess I don't know why they're there. Like to they're die, they, I suppose. To, 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 but there's no reason for them like to be there to die. They had plenty of victims. They obviously they didn't need them there to like to let the demons out. Like I can see like maybe they arrive and they let the demons out. No, they really don't because the demons get out on their own. Yeah. So they don't. Padding. So they're not there for that reason. Are they there just because they want to show some TNA, like you know, some boob? I'm going maybe, but they had other people in that theater that they had other actresses that they could have done done that with. You know what I'm saying? They had a pimp. Yeah, they had a pimp and everything. I mean, they didn't really need this gang, but they're there. And, and demons too. They give the gang a reason to be there. Okay, well, even- they give the gang. It's sort of. They're even more fucking pointless. Oh, they're than more the useless. Can. That was that was that was a cheap shot in, in Demons Two, but in Demons One, they just they're not they're just there just because they're punk rockers because they just want them to be there. They're almost like the comedy. In my opinion, at this point, they're the comedy relief. The comedy. No, I, I can't even fucking. You know what? No, they have to be. Yeah, they gotta be. What other purpose? There's your comedy relief, folks. The people who fucking dredge coke in a car and cut someone's tit open. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. Relief. 
Yeah, man, but that, that's the whole scene. I saying. Are, are they just there for that? Because they could have done that, like, and they didn't have to do that. They could have done that in the theater. They could have put that, they could have started that gang in the theater as one of, as some of the victims at the beginning. But because there's no character development, because you get none of that in the beginning, they're just there. Hello, okay. That makes a terrifying amount of sense. That comedy, I mean, it, they are just stress relievers. You get tension, you build it up massively, and then they're there to just cut it. They are the yeah. comedy relief. That's fucking horrible. They're comedy relief. That's it. <laughs> Scary in the film that Dario Gentia thinks. That's coming. Jesus Christ, man. He's he's given a lot of credit in Italy. Like I said, we were talking about this before. He's like the John Carpenter of Italy. Okay, but he's just... In my opinion, he's just bad. He's just awful. Awful storyteller. Well, talking about pointless stuff, uh, Weird Metal Man at the start. Actually, the start in general, just the first like 10 minutes of both films. We're going to clock them both in for this. It's just irrelevant. Yeah. All of it. The weird scene where someone chases a woman around like a fucking Jehovah's Witness with a pamphlet and sneaks up behind her. Both these movies start off so bad. They're just so uninteresting. Like, there's no character development. It's like, the build-up to this is like, what? Why? Like, when you come off, and it's the same thing with the end of these movies. Both the movies at the end, the same. they they left me with that saying, why? Why? Why'd you end it like this? Why is this here? Yeah, starts of both. I actually timed it pretty much exactly at 21 minutes. Like they had a fucking template out and they just dragged and dropped scenes in that they knew would work, which, I mean, given these were a year apart, makes a lot of sense. Uh, given one was rushed for you know, money and shit. That's why I, I hardly consider Demons 2 even worth the, the, a view. Like Demons One, okay, Demons One, I, you can, I can, I can see that you call that a cult classic at some point. Demons Two was just worthless. That was just a waste of worthless time, everybody's time. Um, I wouldn't go that far. I've seen a lot worse. For me, if a film manages to get no reaction from me whatsoever, it's just meh. Then I see that as a worthless film. But even if there's some emotion if whether it's like someone's trying to be scary but it's actually hilarious i'm perfectly happy going all right i'm i'm happy to sit here and watch this for two hours it's i mean they're not they're short they're they're fun and short at least it's 90 minutes yeah take your victories where you can we've seen worse i can genuinely sit through a lot of shit if there's some kind of redeeming quality to it but if there's absolutely nothing, then I'm usually turned off at that point. I'm u- so eventually, when we carry on with the recording of Blood Rain, Blood Rain two and three, you'll notice that I have suspiciously little to say because I barely watched those. Oh yeah, I've had to rewatch them. I don't know what order we're going to put these out in. <laughs> I've had to rewatch them, and I'm a lot more angry than I usually am. Yeah. Because I've had to sit through those films four fucking times now. Well, that's what Demons 2 made me. Demons 2 made me angry. Because I'm yelling at the screen going, if the Demons could have done this in the first place, they would have took over the entire world. There was no reason for the first movie. I think they did. I think they had to wreck everything. They don't, they don't explain it. They, they never explain it. All they say is that there was a demon uprising, and all of a sudden we have this city with a wall around it. Now, is the whole world... In ruins? Is that what happened? Like, we I don't know. We're never given an example. And by the way, 
I have to say, a poorly shit-created wall, since anyone can literally climb over it. Yeah, I did love the lack of security around the hole, you know. just It's just demons. When you're considering that you have supernatural demons that can infect you with a mere scratch, or even just their, you know, being sprayed by their blood, to put up a shit wall with no, not even a, no cameras, nothing. I'm not, I'm not even asking for, like, the men in black, just some guy you pay minimum wage to go around with a flashlight, just give something. A, give a flashlight and a radio, and something. I do want to ask, because... I know it's kind of going back, like, obviously you're not supposed to kind of retroactively tie things backwards. But that confuses the shit out of me, because in the second one, demons are crawling through TV sets. And yeah, that's like exactly that. what I'm t- saying. If they could have done that in the first place, Demons 1 was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Well, they, they ran out of money. Wanted to make another Demons film. I understand. And they needed to justify it somehow. But in the consistency of the world, you know, the world they're creating, you know, they're creating this you know, this demon-infested world it makes no sense whatsoever If they had the options of what? A massive apocalypse, which is what the first film implies by the end. Yeah. Or um, an apartment and they could only afford one I genuinely think that's what happened, like he went shit, I'm over budget on Phenomena I'm gonna have to make another demons film I can't fucking afford well, to you know, have this ridiculous... Well, you know, you could tell that because w- w- the way the um, makeup effects are done. Because in Demons, in the first Demons movie, they went really out of their way. And I gotta give them some good praise in this. They did some good makeup effects in Demons 1. In Demons 2, though, other than... What's the girl? I think uh, the, the, the the main demon there. Her Sally? Name is, her name is... No, is it, is it it's, like... It's the character's name Sally. Sally, the okay. actress is fucking... Like the character Sally, they went out of their way really to do a per makeup, but everyone else is just a quick makeup job. If you if you in the in the garage scene when they're being overrun, those are just they just put like the cake, the what's it called that white cake makeup on everybody and say go have at it. They didn't even try to make them look like demons. Didn't even try. They just caked their faces. They gave them they gave them that pancake. That's it. That pancake makeup. I say have at it, Hoss. Just drenching a bit of soylent green. I going through on the first film, give it some fucking praise on the negativity. Uh the effects are fucking good. Like all the way through. Even to be fair, he's massively pointless and makes no sense whatsoever, but the metal face guy looks pretty fun. Yeah, they they, got, they actually I got I, I do give them credit for that. They they had some actually good effects for like a low budget movie. They had some like good effects there. But, you know, Demons 2, again, they did weren't even trying. My thing with Demons, the first one, is that the first, the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie absolutely blow ass. They actually, they're just, they're just terrible. But once the action picks up, once the demons start popping out and they start attacking, the movie's actually not terrible. Because that action, there's a lot of tense, there's a lot of tension there. They're being chased, they're being attacked, they're being torn apart. I mean, they're doing a lot a lot of stuff. It's a lot of it's stupid stuff let, let's admit that, but it's still, at least the action picks up. At least you, you're you're watching a desperate situation unfold in front of you. So I gotta give them credit for that. It's just that there's just so many holes in it. Just so many holes in that plot. Like, you just ask yourself, like, why? Why are you doing this? And of course, again, they break that tension with the comedy relief of the, of the, of the gang, but you know, once that t- once the once the action ramps up, it's not bad. It's not until the very end. It isn't until the helicopter. As soon as the helicopter drops from the ceiling, the movie's over. It's done. 
you might as well just like uh, start rewinding. Yeah, I think from the time the uh, the pimp's girl goes into the bathroom and starts changing from that onwards, it starts to be worthwhile. Yes, yes, it does. Actually, there's a, several points in the movie that I thought were like you know really good. That when she's when she falls through you know the stage, uh, the, the the screen. Yeah. Okay. In the beginning, because that's basically what starts ramping it up when when she finds her like in the in the bathroom. She's all you know. She's changing into a demon. There are some points. One of, actually, my favorite point of demons is when they're crawling through the vents. Oh fuck it! Again, here is 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 his girlfriend changing over? Yeah. That's actually done well because you hear that you know they show you the the clawed hand moving through the vent, and you're going. At first, I thought it was him. I thought he was the one that was changing. But it's it's a, I I I actually like that part of the movie. That's the, probably my favorite part of the movie because I think that's the more the most tenseful. That's the most you know suspenseful. It might quickly jump through like the first bit, a few nitpicks here and there. Uh, as I said entire first section up until like when she gets. I think they could have just cut out everything until she gets in the theater and had ten minutes establishment. That'd have been fine. Cut it to eighty minutes. I did just the, the whole fucking flyer thing, her going and meeting some weird metal guy that could have been cut. They waste so much time in that subway. Oh like, God, yeah. She's, like she's just walking. She's just walking. She's. I understand they're trying to build tension by by seeing her being followed, but because of that, because of that stupid tent, which didn't build up any tension at all anyway, but because of that stupid scene, we don't know anything about her. We don't know anything about these characters, and that's the problem. That's why Bobby Rhodes... And that's why Tony the Pimp shines in this movie. Because we're not given anything about these cats. We don't give a damn about any of them. That's why yeah. the gang, the gang is more interesting. That gang is more interesting than the character and the people being slaughtered inside the theater. It's very horrible when you think about it like you're rooting for the sex trafficker to actually succeed <laughs> in this. The bad sex trafficker. Yeah. I should add, the one that in his own short film he personally made and directed did not find a girl to sex traffic when he could write it himself. He made himself fucking worthless. When we're the ones that are like, when we're the ones that are going, yeah, he's probably the one that should probably survive this and he doesn't, that's probably a bad sign. Oh, he he should have got to the end. Well, having the villain, well, I'm not going to call him a villain, having the anti-hero become the hero is perfectly fine. I mean, it happens in a lot of films. They obviously they killed him anyway, but um, like I said, the anti I had no problem with him being the hero. It's a pimp, whatever. Like, yeah, I'd have loved it. Uh, at the very least, I think what they should have done with him is had him as a proper main antagonist from then on. Had him as the big bad demon, like big, strong. He can just fucking chuck chairs out of the way, toss people off. They should have just focused on the prick. Well, that's what they did with Sally in in part two. Yeah, I think it'd been more fun if either them focused on that guy like they did with Sally. In part two. Because he looks so fucking cool through that. Like, the the poster shot, you'll see if you look up the film online, that whole, like, blue lights with the smoke and shit. When all her eyes are glowing? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shot. Uh, They they tried to reenact it in the second one. Didn't work nearly as well because he wasn't in it. And he just looks so fucking intimidating with all this stuff. Uh, I mean, other, other creepy shit. Quickly go through the start of it. The girl who works there, right, at the theatre, uh-huh. and is the attendant. Glad you brought her up. flashlight and shit. First of all, is that a real thing they used to do? They used to go with flashlights and point it at people in the theatre. That's yeah. a little bit before my time, or like in American theatres. 
they had ushers that are flat that ushers kind of like went out in the 70s they were they were being they were weeded out because there were no need for them i guess i don't know why the, the ushers kind of like kept going and going um by the 80 by the time the 80s rolled around there were no no one there was no ushers in theaters not in american theaters this is germany i think berlin i mean maybe it's set I mean, in uh, might yeah, I got no idea. I know the second one. Well, set, the the so theaters in is it, you said the theaters in Berlin, so I guess they probably filmed the whole thing in Berlin, right? Yeah, like a like a retro theater. You know how we've got like oh, we can go watch like films and um in a drive through like you could get that original eighties theater. Like I could imagine something like that, and they're just or it's like left like it's just carried on over time or something. Maybe back, maybe today, but not back then. Like sixties retro. Yeah, talking. yeah, yeah. Like or, or maybe fucking, it's like, like it, it's just something that it's it's an old theater and like they're still stuck in their seventies ways or whatnot. It's only like well, I mean, five ten. She years wasn't part of the plot though. She well, got murdered. Though they're trying to still they're trying to tell us that the theater is cursed. No, if the theater is cursed, well, who hired her then? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. The fuck Wait, I if, the theater, if this theater is cursed, why is she? Who? Because she, she dies. Yeah, it's not like she's part. It's not like she's part of the. De- well, she becomes part of the demon horde, but not not willingly. Yeah, to be fair, like the entire film, I'm thinking, okay, so she's gonna be like working with them. Yeah, because at the start, she gives everyone she those creepy. creepy vibes. She <laughs> sees. Yeah, she sees the hooker pull down the mask and she's extremely, like, annoyed and then kind of happy about it at the same time. Like, and then, like, halfway through the film, like, everything starts kicking off and she's running around with everyone, but it seems like she's got an ulterior motive and then she's just dead. Yes, yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't part of the, like, she, uh, again, she dies, she becomes part of the, the demon horde, but she wasn't part of this overall conspiracy to release demons. And who owns this theater? Who's running this theater? Do you think she was hired by the weird man with the half-metal face? Well, who the well, we don't know because we have no idea who the hell he is. Who would go to that interview? If you were a 20 something girl and some weird metal man walked up to you saying a few words, come to abandoned theater interview, who the fuck would go there and not expect to end up in a fucking river somewhere chopped up and raped? It's... She de- she deserves exactly what she got for taking that fucking job. <laughs> I do have to say one thing. One thing I found very funny, and I and I remember thinking this back in the eighties when I first saw it. There's the scene where they're in the lobby, and in the lobby they have like the motorcycles there with the mask and the sword. And I'm going, man, in America, I- I'm thinking to myself, if this- and I'm 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 16, but I'm watching this. I'm going, oh, me and my friends would have like destroyed that display. Like immediately. Oh yeah, we would have destroyed that display. Some everyone would have been wearing that mask. Everyone would have tried that mask on. And forget that sword. Someone would have got hurt. They would have probably. They would. Have, they would have had to kick us out of the theater. That's why this wasn't uh, set in America. Yeah, the film would be over before it fucking. It, it would have been over because they would. The there would be demons in the street because every one of my, me and every one of my friends would have put that mask on. And someone is swinging that sword around. And why would they put gas in the motorcycle? Was that part of her job line? Just like the manager went round to her and just said, can you just gas up the bike as well? No reason, really. I put a samurai sword there and this mask. We're only shown one film. Yeah, you get paid. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out what the point of the samurai sword, like what purpose it served, because it wasn't in the original movie. I mean, the movie that they're watching, 
the sword's not in that movie. But they could have really easily just put a sword in it as well. Just for the hell of it. Like, I know why the mask was there, but I don't know why the sword was... And the guy's wearing this armor. He's wearing this, like... like, What it goes? That's, like, Japanese... um, uh, dueling samurai armor. It's like shit. no, 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 no. That's, it wasn't. It wasn't samurai armor. It was like it's kendo armor. It's like the armor they use when they're when they're dueling using kendo swords. Like, why is he wearing a kendo armor? I'll pretend to know what that is. <laughs> we cultured here. Oh, I know what kendo uh, kendo armor is. And it's like fancy leather kendo armor. It's not like you know regular kendo armor. It's just like nothing just makes sense. It, 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 it asks more questions. It it, 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 it it makes you go, what? Why? Through the whole movie. I think this, these are the kinds of films that I don't really understand because it seems like the director or maybe the writer or whoever was put high. these. Yeah. Either was high <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or was just like, let's throw a load of shit, see what sticks, and then... Like we'll go through it and see if we can do anything weird with this stuff. I got the impression that he was like he had a target audience, and his target audience was teenage kids. Because everything smacks that. Like I said, my friends and I would have like we would have goofed around with that display so hard it would have been they would have kicked us out of the theater. The music obviously aimed for at kids. The the whole reason why that gang there is snorting coke in a car is because of kids. The entire scene in that car is for kids. It's well, the for teenage finale yeah. with the bike going around, slashing yeah. This, he had a target audience, and he said, "How many scenes can I can I put into this movie that would be cool to teenage kids?" And that's how this movie was made. You know, story be damned with this, I can live with. As for the middle section, I could live with story be damned because the effects are just that good; they can get away with it. Uh, they horrifying, creepy, and you don't need story for uh, people running around like fucking Benny Hill. From demons. That's why Act Two, I guess that we'll call it the, uh, the the demons are released in theater. That's why that is probably the best part of the movie. Acts One and Acts Three are oh. just horrible. It is the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Not probably. It's just by far and away. I quickly like touching on the other characters just to give you an idea of how shit Act One is. Uh, you've also got the only other real applicable guy. You've got some douchebag with his wife, who they've got like two lines. I think between them, yeah. Like, there's obviously a story there that's not told, and he dies immediately. He's like the yeah. sec- he's like the one of the first people dead. I, there's a blind man <laughs> who goes into a theater for some fucking reason, and I think it's his daughter. He's bringing him. I them. don't know. I, I think like you think it's his daughter. I think it's his like wife. No, it's his his daughter because at some point she he says, "My baby girl." Yeah, it could still be his wife, creepy or his mistress, or his lover, or something. I don't know what's going on there. I'm just trying to figure out why a blind man's going to a movie. I mean, I don't want to say things <laughs> like, I mean, I do do blind. I, I you know, I'm just gonna stop. I just, I just, it just didn't make any sense to me. They've got audio visual stuff now where you can you now can go blind and they'll like fucking yeah. Now they there. do, but not back in the, not back in the '80s when they made this movie. The blind man, fair enough. If you want to sit there and fucking listen to it, go for it. But I wouldn't sit there next to him and start describing the whole fucking plot. That's annoying. To watch the film. Like you turn around and say, "Shut up!" I'm trying to watch a movie. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, and meanwhile, the the, the the faceplate guy handed him a handed him a flyer at some point. <laughs> right? Why would you hand the blind guy a flyer? Why would you do that? 
He didn't seem the most competent in his job. To be fair, he didn't speak either, so he must have just silently walked up to it, placed it in his hand, and then fucked up. Hope the blind man fell. Yeah. Well, the blind man's so. This isn't sorry. written in Braille. You're going to have to get someone to read this for <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. Why would you hear the blind man a fire? Uh, I mean, I don't want to get too far in it because it's going to start getting bad, but I just. It just didn't make any sense to me back then. It didn't make any sense to me today when I watched it. And, uh, I mean, with the woman as well, she has. What? Like a. A guy who looks like fucking Fredo from The Godfather. Comes to fuck her in the back of the theatre, which is the most disgusting thing. All of these protagonists have a story. They have a backstory that we are never told. Which, if they didn't, which if they didn't screw around, could have been made this movie a lot more interesting. You didn't have to do everyone in the theater, but at least give us like the, your main characters. Like that's yeah, it, it made it worse in a way, almost more fucking that two dimensional thing. They had one, yeah. one attribute, and they just pushed it. Everyone there's a two dimensional character except for Tony the pimp. The fucking pimp's not two. That is that is stunning. In any other fucking film, he would be the least developed person. But when you're like when but when you know we're in a movie where everyone else is just you know a, a cardboard cutout, he stands out as king. Like I said, I don't know. Like, do any of these people? Like I said, you 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 said a lot of movies that these other actors were in, but like he seems like he is the celebrity. Like he's there. Here's their he's their name actor in the movie. He's their draw. I don't know if it was true back then. Okay, I don't know if he was as popular back in the eighties as he kind of is today. I don't know. Well, I think he's one of the only Americans. They're in the film, which usually points towards that he's a big guy coming down from America, which is pretty it's funny. So, wait a minute, he's American, well. okay? So, yeah. did they? Did he? Did when they made this movie, did they dub his American voice yeah, they, into they Italy and, they, and then dubbed it back? <laughs> yeah, it seemed like they did that with everyone. To be fair, yeah, that's exactly what they did. They they dubbed it into Italian, then dubbed it back. Dubbed it back reason. into English. Why didn't they just use the original English? Hold on, is. Italian, American. I know he fucking speaks American. He is Italian. I know he can speak American though, because I've seen him. I've seen him do loads of shit, and he goes for America. Okay, he's Italian, but he's got an American accent, and he can speak American. It's I, mean, I think they dubbed it because the sound design was fucked. Speaking of the dubbing, I said, you know what? These people. I remember when I first saw the movie. I said these people were this acting is horrible, just for the hell of it. And I said, is, is it the dubbing? Maybe it's the dubbing that makes them seem like so wooden. So I actually went and I watched the movie without the sound on. I'm going, no, no, they suck. No, they absolutely suck. They don't convey, they don't convey anything that's going on. They don't convey the story whatsoever. Like anyone who had any kind of acting chops can like convey the message. Like you can watch a movie because I do it all the time. I put, I have movies on in the background while I'm doing something else and just by looking over and glancing at what the actors are, the expressions on their face or what they're doing, you can convey, like, what's going on in the movie. This, you, no, no. They're just terrible at what they're doing. Yeah, and the the, the dubbing doesn't help, yeah. either way. It's fucking awful. All of it. It's worse in the second one, noticeably worse Oof, than the second one. Like, the security guard at the start. I rather they, I rather they not dub, use the original Italian and just give me subtitles. 
I really so would. What I think happened is their sound guy was terrible. And because they've got a load of really loud music that cuts out a lot of the ambient sounds. Uh, the ambient sounds themselves, I think, are done in post. And all of the fucking dialogue's done in post. I just think they could be fucked by boom mics everywhere. And they just redid it all in post. Which, I mean, if you can do that, well, it's a lot easier. A hundred times fucking easier. You can get rid of, like, cars outside and shit. But if you get shit like this... <laughs> fucking dubbing it just doesn't work but yeah fucking Fredo gets it on with a random woman who they arranged to meet in a theatre with her dad slash husband god knows sitting there why they did I don't know At the, the film because it happens in both there's like a, a thing where the demons are being filmed or something the, the film's possessed in the we, we second are, film. We are never told. All I know is that in the first movie, we we don't know why this this is going on. Like, obviously, like, the mask... In the first movie, the mask is the cause. In the second movie, they can travel through airwaves. Might sound hypocritical, but for the first one, I actually don't mind. <laughs> like, all the film stuff, they don't explain any of that. That's fine. I don't care. I don't need a full, like, you know, dissertation on how, you know, demons are, you know, are come about. But we could at least give us a reason of why they're coming about. Like, if the whole, if you want to infest the world with demons, why you why'd you seal off the theater? Obviously, they want to kill vi- their demons. They want to kill victims. I'm happy leaving that there. <laughs> they're demons. They want to kill people. I get um, it, but this is supposed to supposed to be a demon invasion. Like they give us actually in Demons Two, they give us a good excuse because in Demons Two, it's it's you know it's a zombie it's a zombie it's a demon apocalypse. Right, so they build all these buildings. These buildings are high security buildings. Thank God someone was has had a, had a good idea because that wall is for shit. Um, so they built these high security buildings that you know the, the glass is supposed to be bulletproof. They went out of their way to say that. You know they have these these impervious uh, shutters over the garage doors. You know all the glass in the building you can't penetrate, so that you know if shit goes down, at least you have some sort of security. So we're given a we're given a reason of why people cannot escape. The building, but in Demons One, we're again yeah, you, you have, have to ask the, the question: Why the brick wall thing mm-hmm. built up around them? I mean, I'm guessing because the demons are actually a little bit shit, and they can be slaughtered quite. No, no they took over they the world like in, like in less than an hour. A helicopter falls out of the freaking sky. How much of the city do you have I to take over for that to happen? Like, remember, they're only in that, they're trapped in that theater for, what, a couple of hours? And in a couple of hours, the entire city's overrun, that they have to flee into the countryside. It's fucking, what, 1985 Berlin? Just before... There's literally a wall! It's... Right? You think that, I mean, there's gonna be soldiers around, there's gonna be armed guards fucking everywhere. It's gonna be, I don't, you know, I won't speak for Cold War Berlin because I don't know exactly what it looked like, but I can't imagine it was bereft of security back then. It was fucking mental until like Hasselhoff came around and saved the day. <laughs> uh, we we apologize for that. Uh, but yeah, the film itself uh, was shit and pointless. I, I always find it, I find it quite funny, like watching people be terrified of a film that's. Not in any way scary. The kind of reactions people think... To me, it almost feels like this is what Dario Gentio thinks people will be like watching his film. 
They'll be terrified and sitting there just screaming to themselves. It screams of someone jacking themselves off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So scared. Scared. I always I always find it surreal and a bit maybe off-putting when I go to watch a film and the people in the film are also watching a film and it almost seems in real time. Oh, he's meant to be in this one. Well, I like that. I mean, that's not, that's not a that wasn't a bad idea. It was just executed horribly. I think that there were parts of it that were doing pretty well, like the demon face that was staring at everyone at the end, uh, just before the screen gets smashed up. Like the green demon face just looking straight down while they're still on the bottom floor. That's nice. In two, you're talking about. Oh, in oh, two's just shit. Yeah, two's terrible. In the first one, I mean, like where the demon face is looking down on them. Uh, just before, like when the woman falls through the screen. Oh, okay, uh, yes, like yes, yes. That through, was a, that's a good effect. Yes, I know what you're talking giant about. Giant demon face looking down. That was pretty fun. The film otherwise during the first one, I just, yeah, it was shit. It served a purpose, I suppose, to kind of like tell you what was going on, give a pretty nice tagline. What was it? Um, cities will be cemetery, uh, graveyards, cemeteries will be there. Cathedral cities will be your graveyard or something like that. In the hands of a better writer, even with the same budget, I don't care about the budget. I don't care about how much money they had. If with using the same amount of money they had at that time, just with a better writer and director, it could have been an awesome movie. And I keep saying that today they they remade this movie. It's called like I'm going. I've seen this. I mean, I know I've, I I say I've seen this before because I've seen a lot of horror movies over my time. A lot of horror movies. I'm going. You know, I remember seeing Demons. I know I seen they made a modern version of this. And I had to think. I had to go back. Where did I see this all be- on Ravel before? I'm going. I'm going through. All, I'm thinking in my head all the zombie movies I seen because yes, this is basically a zombie movie. So I'm looking at all the zombie movies I seen. No, no, no. This is Wreck. That's Wreck. that Spanish movie. Actually, this yeah. is Wreck. Yeah. They basically ripped Wreck. Basically ripped this off. They reskinned it. It happens inside of an apartment building. They just reskinned it, but they ripped off. This is basically wreck ripped off demons. It's the same script. Wreck, wreck is like a hundred times. Better. Oh, wreck is a is is a great movie compared, and especially yeah. compared to this trash. But when your writers and directors are all high, and they're just trying to make you know they're trying to just make a cash grab, this you get demons. Kick into the actual good part, the fucking like jumping in the effects. Uh... I don't you haven't seen much stuff in the way of like big there's there's a lot of thing kind of styled effects. What did you reckon to the bathroom change scene and the fucking BDSM style um threesome that Liz and the fucking prostitute guy go through? Yeah, so alright. Um I hist like I think I've said it in the podcast. I've pretty much very rare like most of the classic uh, horror films that everyone's seen and everyone's like, oh, you should watch. I have never watched them. So I've literally, the first time I watched The Exorcist was for this podcast. The first time that I watched, like, I've never watched any of the Nightmare Before, uh, sorry, Nightmare on Elm Streets. Um, I've never watched Halloween. Well, I've watched maybe one or two of the Halloweens. I've not watched any of the Friday the 13th. None of that. So, I eventually, when we get there, you're welcome. But, because I've um, not been really involved in any of that, I I basically 
don't watch many films in general. So going back and looking at things how they used to be done tends to seem a bit shit to me. But for the kind of what they had at the time and it's believable, like it it looks decent. Um, Most of it looks like what could be done with Play-Doh and a and like a three-year-old's chemistry set sort of thing, but I mean, I it, it's not. It's just growing up with the things that I have, or like the people that I grew up with. I suppose it doesn't like that the the visual effects doesn't really affect me from back then, if you know what I mean. Fair enough. I was like a Cronenberg fan and shit. Myself, Thing fan. They did fucking great. Like all the effects, the the fingernails that go out just makes my fucking skin crawl. The teeth that get replaced by bigger, scratchier ones all the way through. Uh, the blotchy skin. Fucking everything is great. I do. I I, again, I, I do gotta give them kudos for the special effects and demons. I, I think they did a, a, a decent job for what they had at the time. During the 80s, when VHS first came out, so all these studios start popping up everywhere. I mean, that's where we got tra- the trauma. You mentioned um, uh, you mentioned them before. Um, yeah, trauma. Uh, you mentioned not tra- the chicken. Like dead all, the them chicken. and all these studios, they, they they were popping out of the woodwork because now they had a now they didn't have to worry about theaters anymore. They can go straight to VHS, so they could literally they cut out like a whole uh, problem that they you know getting distributed. So in doing so. They had to, you know, what made their movie more special than somebody else's. So it was basically a race to gore. It was how much bl- buckets of blood can you include in your movie? I mean, it inspired magazines. Like, that's where Fangoria magazine comes from. It was just a magazine about all these movies that just were gore fests. And some of them, because, and because they didn't have high budgets, their special effects were really basic. So they had, they had really, they didn't really have a, they didn't have money. So they had to be really creative of what they had. And you get, and, and so when you see special effects like this, this is like, in Demons, is actually really good for what they had at that time and how much money they had to invest in it. So that's not a bad. Um, I mean, I can, there's movies like Deadly Spawn and there's all, I mean, I can go all, over and over all the gore fest movies they came out with during that time. But this is not really that bad. Comparatively, this was is not that bad. I think it's how you use it. Yeah, it's it's they had you know you had to be creative, and you know if you get that close in shot of a tooth being pushed out by a fang like that, you know that's that was great. That was good. That was their Wolfman at the time. I mean, it's sort of like um, uh, American Werewolf in London, perfect mm-hmm. perfect example of that kind yeah. of special effects where you know you shoot small, you shoot you know just body parts being transformed. And just you know, when you put that all together, you have a whole werewolf coming coming into into effect. So, like I said, I, I have no problem with that. That's I mean, there are some redeeming facts about this movie. Just that, unfortunately, there's more crap there than there is good movie. Like talking about the crap, going back to the writing uh, yeah. and the actual yes. going going through the actual like the good, the, the good act act to the whole plan they had. You know, quickly you might as well just get them out of the way because the film gets them out of the way just as quickly. The bikers. Safe to say, I think I can sum it up in about. 20 seconds, they uh, pop up, they have a load of coke in the car, spill it, some guy cuts a girl's tit, 
They run from the cops because they have no license in the car, go into the theatre that lets them in, and are killed almost immediately. Yes. Well, That's you see them, they go into the theatre, you see her die, you see the girl die, and then we don't see the bikers until later on. Later on, then we see the bikers already. They don't even show you the bikers being killed. They show her being killed, and then the other bikers are good. What happens is, where is she? Oh, I think she went to the bathroom. So they all race to the bathroom to go find her, and then that's it. You don't see them. They're gone, right? And then later on, when the, when the demons start chasing, doing some more chasing, you see the bikers. Now they're all demons. So we just have to assume that they were caught and killed and whatever. We don't even get the, we don't even get that, that they're murdered. Just her. Because for some reason, she has to do her lipstick in a mirror that's literally dripping goo. <laughs> Oh, it's the 80s. Yeah, Different you gotta time, love it. it. You gotta, now, I understand she was under the influence of coke, and that just might have been part of the cocaine. But, like, I got, I, I'm telling you if, you, if you're doing your lipstick in a mirror that's just dripping goo, you have to, you know, take a step back and wonder what the hell's going on. You know, running away from the police, not at all a tenuous situation. Was it Ma- Mavlov's hierarchy of needs? Maslow's? I know I'm fucking that up. Some psychologist hierarchy well, of needs. The best part of them running someone, for the cops can is that me. the cops are chasing them, and then the cops stop chasing them going, don't worry, that's a blind alley. Like, okay, so you're not going to chase them down the alley? Like, what? what's what's the plan? What's the plan, copper? Like, what are you going to do? They're, I think they were taking a breather. I don't know, the, but they're chasing uh, this gang, and suddenly the cops stop, and they stop because the gang rang down alleys. Oh, we don't, don't worry about it. That's a That's a dead end. All right. One too many donuts eaten over time. They need to take a few minutes. <laughs> like, we can stop get some donuts because that's a, that's an alley they can't get out of. Wait, but aren't the theater's doors down that alley? Do you don't know that? You knew it was a dead end. I don't know. It's like again, not well thought out. Bad storytelling. Yes, yeah, so that's the bikers out of the way. <laughs> Done with. Uh, <laughs> but we need to talk about the bikers in part two. Bikers. Okay, you know what? I'll get that out of the way. Fucking now. And done. The bikes in part two, they're called by the woman. They end up in a car crash. They're not in the rest of the I film know, at that's all. That's classic. That's such bullshit. It's unbelievable. The first one. That was such bullshit. They were they were they were built up like we. They're even given a name because that's Jacob. I think that was Jacob. That was like Sally's yeah. ex boyfriend for some reason. And uh, you figure, okay, they're going to come to the thing and they're going to probably end up the same way the first bikers did in the, in the first movie. So that's what you're expecting. I never crash my car. Dude, we know you're crashing the car because now you've said it like a dozen times. So now if you don't crash the car, we're all going to be pissed off. So what happens? He crashes the car. Out of the movie. Done. Bang. Actually, that was the best thing that happened because they didn't die. You know, I want to see a sequel where the bikers are made even more pointless than the previous two films. They just cut to a load of bikers in a coffee shop somewhere doing nothing, and then just cut back to the main film. I just want to and they see took, where this goes. And the best part is they t- they took out the, the irresponsible parents. Oh god, but they left a five year old on his own. Really? Like, I'm yeah. telling you right now, if that was me, I would have burned that entire apartment building down if they left me alone like that. They left this kid by himself. Like, what could a parents do that? Like, leave the kid with a neighbor, somebody. The kid's literally like, what is? What was he like? Not even, he wasn't even ten. He wasn't even ten. He was like six, seven. They did. They did go out of their way to give him some kind of makeup job, which I'm glad that at least they did that much. Oh, the makeup job—that's a dwarf. No, it uh, was the, the demon. No, are you sure? Demon's no, a dwarf. that was the yeah, kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm certain the demon's a dwarf. Really? I looked at fucking like it's a kid. Through that bit, but it's a dwarf when it gets to the demon. But yeah, 
I th- you know what? Fooled me. You can't really tell when they get to that point, but uh, no, they, they do do a decent job through that. Uh, but back on to the first one, like, yeah, the said uh, two pimp girls basically end up dying, and during this, the Lucy, I think her name was, the blind man's relative, is killed off while she's snogging uh, in Fredo, and they're just like, said free some BDSM style a rope tied around their necks and a choke to death. Who's it? Is it? But she had her cheek. She had her cheek bit, by? bit into. They they end up coming back both of them. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's scratched in this thing, everyone who's bitten anything, they come back as demons. Uh, and then yeah, Tony the pimp basically how he uses his pimp skills to corral the sheep. Only fucking competent person in either of the films. Uh, there's a few things that. George and George do. I just swear to God, Dario Gentio doesn't know any English names or any European names and just uses the same fucking set of names through all of his films. Just been bankrolling on it and no one's noticed. There's like two Georges, two Hannahs, two Cheryls. From there, you've got pretty much, uh, as they run up, start banging on the doors, they find that there's a massive like brick fucking proper laid in wall thing. Bricked in, literally. And then it, it calms down a touch. You get the bikers just interlaid for all this shit. They end up barricading the second floor. The balcony. Yeah, they, the, bar- they barricade yeah, the themselves balcony. in the balcony. Which was a good idea. Which is, I guess, for the time. I mean, if you have nowhere else to go. Well, it makes sense because that's Tony the Pimp's idea and that's the last idea but he really has. Did they Did they actually look for... No, no they did look for um the back, the emergency exits. They did look. They, they they came up. All they came up with was these blank walls. The, he specifically says, "Look for the emergency exits." Not thinking at any point. Oh, there's massive bricks that have been laid in the but, entrance. But this is the thing: when the bikers get into the theater, they they get into like the basement and they come up these stairs. And if you notice, these stairs lead into the same area that the, that the other group came in and was looking for the emergency exits. So where the hell was those stairs then? I suppose they were shit at looking. <laughs> There's only like, two <laughs> options on this. Either there's some magical ultra demon that's just messing with everything, or they're just a bit shit. I'll, I'll take the second. If it's not Tony, fucking lead him away. I mean, one of the fucking just retards at this point goes off looking for his girlfriend, Hannah. The, the, you've got a couple that were introduced earlier, and he just runs off trying to... Would you fucking do that? Steph, would you do that? Like, if you knew your girlfriend was trapped with all those demons on the first floor of a cinema. Um, I think you've lo- known me long enough to know that I'm probably the least caring person. That's why I asked you. I know you'd say no. You can validate me. <laughs> yeah. I could I could very happily be like, all right, she's already dead. I guess I'll find another one. <laughs> yeah. Film is a bit shit. Uh, I suppose date night's over. Yeah, Tony traps an evil monster in a closet as well. There's a really fun hair pulling scene with uh, scalping kind of thing between the woman and the guy. Yeah. You know, I could just yeah. praise the fucking effects all day. Actually, that there's there's one thing that I didn't notice or uh, may have missed it. The blind guy, I know he had he was double blinded because they poked into where his eye sockets mm. used to be. Did he actually turn? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think did oh, he know because after they gouge his eyes out, he's still crawling around the floor looking for his girlfriend wife. 
I thought that was like him as a demon. Yeah. Just... No. Okay. No. 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 I I remember I remember him being up in the maybe the attic or something. I know he's c- crawling in like a very small. He was still looking for. Yeah. It, but he was blind. He had two like just holes in his head. But uh, no, he he never. He, you never see him transform into a demon. I mean, to be fair, if you were a demon, would you want him? Do you? I like, think it, is would, he in the would last? You want to be the demon? I'm trying that to think. The blind remember guy? the scene where he's driving up? He's he's, he's using the motorcycle. He's driving on like the, basically the pre helicopter scene. Right? He's driving down. He's riding on top of the chairs yeah. and shit like that. And uh, is he in there? He might be a demon at that point. He really hands up that part. And oh, it's great. He might be. Yeah, he might be in that group, but I'm not sure. I would have to go back and, and look again. The only thing that I could think for the reason that he's not infected or whatnot is because all of them have that glowing eye shit, and seeing as he just genuinely doesn't have eyes, he could be I infected. Am, I'm fully reckoning there's like a waiting room of demons, and they could possess different people, and they just, they like have that <laughs> who wants the blind guy. And everyone's like, alright, that guy's been... No. Scra- oh, no, fuck he's blind. that. No, fuck that. I, that no. It's slightly disproved by the second film with the poor fucking demon who gets the dog and the child. You wouldn't want to be that guy. The demon who gets the child who decides, you know what, fuck this, and leaves as a tiny little gargoyle monster halfway through. I feel sorry for him, honestly. Just ending up as a child and a dog. Who the fuck would want that as a demon? Well, the dog was Not awesome. We didn't see enough of the dog. Now, the, the dog did go to town, to be fair. He had a 100% kill rate. That dog, if, if, that, he... if they used... I mean, again, demons too. Yeah, you have to ask yourself, if the demons had this much power, they should have killed us all. Because... Like the, if they can affect animals, if you can affect animals, now you're you're basically there's no defense because that dog could have tore everyone up. Yeah, you go insects or like tiny fucking rodents, squirrels. Squirrels would be the best fucking demons at that point. I mean, if you can infect humans, you just go squirrels. As soon as you get into the varmints, as soon as you get to insects and varmints, it's over. Mate, uh, honestly, the the amount of stupid people that I've been like uh, I've seen are like, oh dog. So if any fucking dog was infected and they had some weird fucking gnashing teeth, my dog is a little shit, and he bites people like a motherfucker. But people are still like, "Oh, I he's mean, cute." Our he dog is. is basically the fucking plot of uh, the thing, the remake, where the Norwegians trying to shoot the thing, and then the little dog just runs up and they stroke and pet it. Fine. My cat right now is so, looking yeah. down at me. Okay, judging me and tell me I'm a demon and I'm going to kill you later. And I couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, he's cute he is, and then get your fucking face gnawed, and then that would be it. Just load of, like, a shitload like of They gave these demons like, way too much power in, like, Demons killed. 2. And I'm saying, if they had this much power, they should have never lost. But talking about amazing demon powers, uh, Tony breaks through, bashes through. I do love that about Tony. They're like, they, they come up with this plan. We'll go through the You'd window to the projector room and all this shit. And he just goes, now nah, bash down the fucking door. Just fuck off. We want this to end. Can't be asked for this. And uh, the projector is automatic. Yeah. Which they all stand in amazement of. Oh my about God. I love that part. Minute. Oh, I love that scene. Oh, we don't got time for this. And he just kicks the door open. But she and she tries and she tries to crawl through that, uh, or one of them tries to crawl through that uh, projector window anyway and gets killed. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't. I say much about it. I do fucking love that scene. Automatic projector. It's not got a fucking Tyler Durden strumming pawn for it. Well, no one, no one worked at that theater except for that one um, usher. 
Who was at who was who was at the candy stand? Who was, who was selling popcorn? Who was selling candy? There wasn't. There was one like broken Coke machine that people had. Like, and no one had popcorn. No one had sweets. It's a shit theatre. You're giving free tickets. They're not going to make any money. If you're going <laughs> to, you. But you would think that if they're if they're giving away a free film, then you want to make your money on concessions, right? That's where the money's at. In concessions. Well, that's, that's our piece of advice. We'd like to do this every episode. That's our advice for this episode. If you're demons and want to like, kill people, at least make money while you do it. Like, sell fucking popcorn. Yeah, cheer up the people that are actually going to your cinema. You get more people in nowadays. No, You know what? Don't don't attack cinemas nowadays. That's my advice because no one fucking goes to cinemas anymore. They are graveyards. Don't fucking attack cinemas. This can't be remade. You can't... I don't, I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like to go to the theatre where you are but in the united states theater experience basically theaters i think are just dead oh they're dead here yeah. they're just dead they're just and, dead. I, and i'm not just saying it just before just because of covid they they outpriced themselves yeah oh, they, they were dying before covid yeah even before they covid fucked. they were on there i mean the only thing that was keeping people going to the theater was like the marvel movies but I, but you know once covid fit hill covid hit, it was the end of that because it was Forty dollars to go to—I mean, per person to go to the theater—and and they don't even give you like a free coke or anything. What was it? Attack a attack a water pool, lads? Demons? Water like water park? Like a fucking grocery grocery <laughs> store? <laughs> Supermarket? I think that that'd do it. I wouldn't. Eat. To be fair, I wouldn't attack a water park in England. No, no, don't. Yeah, it's fucking. No one's there in England. That's why I mentioned. That's why I mentioned wreck. Because that's the remake of Demons. They did it in an apartment building. Uh, yeah, I mean, jumping back to Demons 1, fucking... Oh, that was the only other thing about the biker gang. I think they actually say he looks like Sylvester Stallone to me. He looked like Carl Reese from Terminator 1 and Sylvester Stallone fucked and had a weird child. <laughs> the main biker. Do you remember the old Mint Cards? Hot said, mint, mint Cards. Cards. Like the, 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 the bank cards. I'm too young. Never mind. It, it's just these these bank cards. They came out and they had like a really instead of being like a rectangular shape, they had like a um, one circular curved edge. I, it just reminded me of that dude's nose. So I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can disrespect Molly One. It's called fucking Hot Dog. That can't be a, a badass biker name. Baby Pig's even fucking worse. I don't know. If I ever joined a gang, you best be calling me Hot Dog. Are they all based on like pig puns? Is that like one biker or is that two bikers? No, Hot Dog's one biker. Like baby and little pig. little baby pig's another. Who was Baby Pig? The girl? No, the one in the back seat. The no. douchebag one who. Okay, the one that, that cut was the baby pig. And Hot Dog was who? The driver. But the driver was Ripper, I think. You got Baby Pig Ripper and um, Hot Dog. Okay, this is like an Italian guy. You've, you've got Mafia in your country. Can you not come up with cool names for your bikers? You've got the fucking Hells Angels to dig on. What? Called like Chopper and Slade. Anything. 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 Any, anything but Hot Dog and Baby Pig. I think they, I think they just went through like a... R- random name like generator. A, like a mall. Yeah, yeah, or like a, they're walking well, down I mean, the aisles of the supermarket. Yeah, like based your on hot fucking dog. baby pig, we went through a fucking like 
restaurant menu yeah. and just went, yeah, that He was high. He was do. high when he wrote this. That's why he had the McDemons too, the, the supporters coke habit. Because there's there's no way you come out like again, you have no creativity if this is what you're is this is what you're writing. A f- phenomena Yeah, phenomena phenomena is genuinely. No, it's not creative. It does feel like a guy on coke. So does Suspiria. If I'm not saying that right. It's the same uh, thing. Suspiria. Yeah, it's the yeah, same thing. It's, it's, deep, it's, deep it's, it's so like, going, wow, what is going on? He was high when he wrote Someone was high when they wrote this. When I was watching that, when I first saw that movie. I fucking <laughs> hope so. If someone wrote this sober, then I'd really worry about their mental health. I wouldn't. They can fuck off. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Not, not stop writing films. Get him to write, like, scenes and just get someone who's actually competent to put them into a film. Because he's good at writing sections Mate, of a film. He's really I, good at it. I think... I think at this point we're just giving directors other suggestions for, like, go into different work. We gave UV Bowl, like, you should be a yeah. porn porn director. We told this dude, just don't do directing. Just I think, like, write, yeah, write scenes. Sell them so. off. To other people, because like the vents, the vent stuff's genuinely quite cool. Uh, everything on the balcony is done decent. Might as well quickly mention off the bizarre fucking like empty corridor they find that goes nowhere. That was there to pad. No, sorry, sorry, it wasn't there to pad. It was there to world build. And it lasted about as long as I've talked, and I'm sure everyone's forgot about I it. I don't even know. Already. I don't remember what you're talking about. They they find like rooms no, behind either. a drywall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They break like it. They break walls. it. That's where they're looking for the emergency. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. room which just it's just brick walls. That's it. It's just plain brick walls. And they all start. That's where the gang comes up from. They start screaming. So, the gang comes up. If you if you if you see the scene with the gang, they come into the they they come in, but they don't. They're not on the first floor. The gang is in the basement. When they go into that theater back yeah. entrance, they're actually in the basement. And they go through the basement because you see all the columns that support the building. So they come through this basement, this unfinished basement, and they come up these stairs. And if you look at the, the architecture of the room that they come up from the stairs are, those that's the same architecture that when they broke through that theater wall, that's the same area. So for some reason, when they broke through that wall and they couldn't find any way out, they someone missed those stairs. The entire the entire architecture of this theater is completely off, because sometimes that you think they're supposed to be on the first floor when they're actually in the when they're actually on the second. First ground, second, yeah. I'll go you. Yeah, it's well, yeah. You call it, you guess right. There. You call it ground. We call it first for our first floor is your ground floor. Uh, yeah, that's the same. That's that's the problem. And it's, it's again. I I truly believe that when they wrote, like I said, I said this before, this movie was was done. Just to, let's create a scene that teenagers are going to love, and that's what we're going to shoot. Story be damned. That's it. It doesn't matter. We're just it has to look cool to like into a teenager's eyes, or at least a high teenager's eyes. Yeah, I mean, for the sake of anyone with ADD, there's just, no like, consistency in that theater. There's no consistency in the story. There's just just have some demons run wild inside of a theater. Yeah, no, I, I think you you might be bang on. It feels like they needed to hit ninety minutes because the film is pretty much I think bang on with credits. Mm-hmm. One uh, one thirty, it pretty much hits that one minute thirty twenty four seconds something like that, and I think they had an idea for a lot of the second act, the stuff in the theater, and then needed to pad shit. That's it. Hard. That's why it has a weak beginning. That's why there's no. That's why there's no character development. That's why there's no story development. 
We just we we need to get that theater ro- rocking. So just do something. Just do something like you know everybody improv. Just do something here so that we can get this story moving so that we can get the demons running around. That's it. That's that's the whole boat. That's that's how they created this movie. He didn't care. Did not care whatsoever. He had no integrity when he wrote this movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm pushing through onto that, to the actual fun stuff, and stop me if anyone has any like comments on shit. <laughs> like Tony uh, gets killed. They barricade balcony. Tony gets like fucking shocked off. He, he goes out swinging. To be fair, he like stabs him with a switchblade and stuff. He's badass. A switchblade. Yeah, he, he really goes for it, and he ends up getting killed because the other people are morons and don't shut the corpses off or refuse to. So I, I don't blame him at all for his death in this one, at least. He does, before he dies, he does tell one guy that you're useless, and he does tell the other guy, um, oh, I forgot how he, I forgot he's phasing, well, he, he just tells him, like, yeah, you're the, you're the man. Uh, passes the mantle. Yeah, he kind of passes the mantle to one guy, after telling the other guy that he, you're just useless. God bless Tony the Pimp. Mentors for soul. Yeah, he, he like, fucking... Tosses people down onto the ground. I did the one scene. Fuck, I, it's not Hannah that dies. I think it's someone else's wife. Where a demon's just tossed off and falls on top of her. That's just great. Oh, that's... Casual violence. That was one of the girls. Um, It might have been Hannah, and she was just scratched, and then she turns later in the vents. She falls off the balcony, and the guy just, like, he just like, vomits of blood on her. Yeah. I think it was Hannah. Then she turned yeah. to events later. Uh, yeah, like Tony's killed, which is when they all become completely fucking brain dead because they decide to remove the barricades when they hear the tiniest bit of noise. I think it's the bikers they hear, and then the demons come and kill them all, including Demon Tony. Yeah, they, they hear the gunshots thinking they're saved. And don't like give and it. So they hear it. music. Where is that music coming yeah. from? No, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking of the bikers. The bikers hear the music, or hear the th- the bikers hear to yeah. hear the movie inside the theater. They hear they hear they hear the chairs are, are they they hear something about the chairs. But that's because one of the demons is crawling through the chairs, and then they think, "Oh, we're saved." They didn't say anything. They didn't say we're here to rescue you. They rattled the chairs and screamed. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking move all the chairs out of the way because that's a well. The guy, one. in all fairness, one guy is yelling at them, "Don't do that!" Like the hero, yeah, he is yelling at them, "Don't do that!" They remove the other ones, but I, no one's this stupid, no one's this fucking brain dead that they'd go and remove all the chairs then and there. It did annoy me a little bit. That part annoys me. <laughs> yeah, that part does. I suppose you have to get something to allow the fucking slaughter to come. Yeah, then you go on to the four people still alive. There's Kathy. Uh, it's not Cheryl, is it? I keep writing. Sh- no, it is Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl, George, and Ken. Uh, it's not Cheryl. It's Kathy who faints because women in this are useless. Well, why don't we talk about that too? That in both movies, like literally, the ladies are just there to either be killed or to be saved. Like, they don't add... I mean, I'm sorry, it's a sex. It's incredibly sex. They add nothing to the movie. No, yeah, it's just... They're just there to either as be the, to be victims. I'm, I'm not one to shout that. I think you can you can make a girl a victim if that's if that's what you want to... If it happens to be a victim and it happens to be a girl. Yeah, it's a difference between happen to have a victim, happen... Uh, happen to have a victim be a girl. That's fine. 
because they can be a man, they can be a girl, whatever. When every single girl in your film is pathetically victimized, all of them. That's very different from American films because in American horror, even going way back to the 70s, the heroine, basically the virgin, is like the hero of the movie. Yeah, it's a classic final yeah, girl. It's, it's, a, it's a horror trope. You've got um, Friday the 13th, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Uh, obviously, you've got Scream with Sydney, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street with uh, Heather Lambercamp. Nancy, I think was the character's the name. The girl from Hellraiser. Like, again, we can go on and on and on. Yeah, Christy. Mm-hmm. I know it's Kirsty or Christy. Yeah, it's, it's a classic. I, I'm fine with having a victim girl. You've just got to have one. I, in the second one, no, it's not redeemed. But well, in American films, usually something. it's the girl that has sex. She's the you know the dirty one, and she dies. That's a classic. The, the blonde bimbo mm-hmm. ends up getting killed. And then you have the brunette who takes it down. But this takes it a step further. All girls are fucking yeah, but he Princess Peach, Princess Peach. If she took a fucking rehypnol and left herself there screaming, that's what every single girl in this is. They're just useless, it was, pathetic, it, pointless. Which is interesting because you brought because like in the second movie we have the pregnant woman. Okay, yeah. who survives? Like I, you read somewhere like that baby was supposed to be demon infected, right? Yeah. yeah like, which, by the way, would have made more sense because her being pregnant again added nothing to the movie. Like it made her, it made her more vulnerable. But again, in a movie where you just where you were in a movie where you're going to kill all the women anyway, okay, and and they're all just victims. Making her making her pregnant doesn't really add anything to your movie. Unless, of course, you plan on making that a demon baby, which they didn't do at the end of the movie. Yeah, uh, drywall taken down, barricade removed, the cops are slaughtered in seconds. Is the demons get out. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the blind guy, isn't it? He kills the cops. I don't know if we actually see who he killed. Like, some guy turns around, and then they're... I think uh, it was the blind guy. Was it the blind guy? Okay, all right. I... I I vaguely remember because he shoots his He's, face off. He gets away with being human for quite a while to the movie. He's no one wants to fucking take him. <clears throat> Who wants the blind guy? Not it. No Not it. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it being like um. Yeah, I mean, everyone's heard of Doom, but uh, it being like a a thing where it's like everyone's scared to face Doom, uh, Doom guy or Doom Slayer. But everyone's scared to be inside <laughs> the blind guy. <laughs> well, apparently the demons can't stand being blind, and and the demons too. That's how it ends. Remember, she's yeah. blind. He goes, "Oh, she's blind." She just, okay. I wish we don't know how. Why? How come she's blind? I don't know what caused that. Uh, she gets shoved. A spear gets shoved for her stomach, and so she gives up on life because she's blind, <laughs> like fucking Padme in Star Wars. Like she gives like off. she's right okay so there that's so why I didn't miss a scene like is there a scene missing from this movie because she gets he put he he spears her then they run into the studio yeah. right and they're just about and she's is she goes into labor right he gives birth and the sudden like the demon should because the baby's crying the demon hears that shows up wait wait she's blind I'm going why is she blind yeah I don't know either to be fair. We usually don't, but I, th- I think we are just going to jump between the two because they're basically the same film. Uh, in terms of the blindness stuff, I was expecting like a baby thing. Like the baby came out and started crying and then he'd have to run away from her and she'd be going towards him and they'd have to pass it between the mum and the dad and keep it safe. I thought that was going to happen, but no. no. 
the demon just gives up and <laughs> lies down up and dies. She gives up on life. And then I, I, running through the telly, I think that was the idea. Yeah, I think she respawned <laughs> or something. And she's like, right, just it, it takes me 10 seconds. Give me a minute. She's running to the and telly. Then, and then, oh, shit. My one week to the TV. Glass. Which, by the way, the dad doesn't know that that works. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely the right. The dad doesn't know that they come through the TV, mm-hmm. so he starts smashing up TVs just because he sees her on the TV. I'd assume. If I saw her running at me, I don't I'd know. break the... I, I think... You know what? I'd run. I'd probably run, to be fair. Oh, I would have ran out of theatre. Are, are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> I would have... I would. I mean, the studio. I would have ran out of there so fast. Are you kidding? I, I'm not sticking around. I, the pregnant woman who's fine. Somehow she was fine. He was carrying. He was carrying the, or she was carrying the baby. Woman was carrying the baby. She should be like fucked up. Like, seriously, she should, should be on the ground. Like a baby's come out of her, the umbilical cord and shit. I, everything. They, they, I want to know how they cut it for her. with his teeth. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I was finishing off some of the first stuff. I said if anyone has any like things to push through. Uh, after all the barricade stuff, demons overrun everyone. We've got Kathy gets temporary amnesia and then turned into a demon. That's pointless. The temporary amnesia just matters not. And they all stare at her. Like you know she's turning. Like it's fucking, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Oh, like, she's a demon. I didn't expect three that. three fake-outs back to back to back. And it's literally, she turns around, she has amnesia. She turns back around. She turns around slowly and she looks at them like, the fuck's going on? Then turns back around then... She turns around again, even slower, and then she starts growing like fucking fangs and shit. I'm like, what? I like to think again. It's it's like some demon somewhere going. Let me see how much I can fuck with these people. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like they're trying to pay. Uh, uh, what what's that child game where it's like, uh, what's time, Mister Wolf? Is it where they have to turn round <laughs> and it's like, if you if you're moving still, then I'll cut. You're it. I think but my head can at this point is these aren't like demon demons that you get in your standard stuff just pure evil. They're like the good place style demons that have a personality and just want to fuck with people. But but they actually <laughs> did give us a good scene after that because that's when the demon breaks out of her back. Oh, that's great, yeah. So that's the first yeah. time I ever saw like, that, again, way back then. That's the first time I ever saw that effect. And I thought it was freaking awesome back then. They do like stand there and stare at that as well, which I would have. I would have. I would have stood there and stared at that. I'm like, holy shit, that's pretty cool. cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's that's actually pretty funny. I'd I'd stand there and stare at that, thinking that's pretty good. I mean, that's that's my friend that's had a demon come out of their back. Yeah, I was gonna have a go at the cast for like just watching the characters just staring at it, but yeah, you know what? I go. That's fucking craftsmanship. There, that's that's style. That's style. Mm-hmm. They try it again in two, but it doesn't. It doesn't. With they the, don't pull it off. Yeah, with the gargoyle. No, thing, with the kid. Like the child the kid comes yeah. out. Yeah, but it yeah. just doesn't. They just don't pull it off again. I mean, talking about other like good scenes, the up and up until like the helicopter comes down, everything is pretty stellar. It's it's made for a fifteen year old. Yeah, that's the end of the movie when the helicopter falls. It's absolutely the made for a fifteen year old. You get. A back and forth, like an old married couple. I mean, he gets scratched, Ken, and then he goes to George, leave me, and George goes, okay, don't leave me. And then okay. follows him. <laughs> kill me, no. Please kill me, no. Then he turns into a demon and he kills it. No shit. 
Why is it taking yeah, do this it, long? Do it before I turn. I, I hate that shit. Like, can you kill me before I turn? Well, if you turn, I'm going to have to kill you anyway. Like, just... That's over eh? done a lot in a lot of movies. That's done. Like, I, I, I get why some people would be like, oh, like, I want to die as myself or whatnot. But, I mean, you've got a few more, like, minutes of life. Why don't you just go, all right. I'm going to start turning at some point. I'm going to take this fucking samurai sword. Because I'm already infected, I'm just going to start swinging at every fucking thing that comes at me. Yeah, like grab the sword or, or just or just don't tell anybody. You, say, you know what? I, I feel fine. I feel fine. I'm okay. <laughs> You're oh, that. That's a, that's a, that's that a dick awesome. move. That's, that's, that's my move, by the way. I get, I get bitten <laughs> by a zombie. I feel... I'm, I'm the guy. Okay, I'm the guy in all, this, in all yeah. the zombie movies that gets bitten, doesn't tell anybody. I'm him. I'm him. Uh, yeah, I, I've I've already mentioned this in the podcast, but every every zombie film that we've done, uh, so I'm the guy that's always there. Like, yeah, we have to stick together and we have to do this, that, and the other. And as soon as anything's very small arises, I'm the first one to run away. <laughs> I'm hiding inside of a car, and there's a zombie in the back of, in the back seat of the car, and I get eaten. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's and I'm watching. And- I'm watching this. I'm going, yeah, that's 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 good. like, oh, kill me, kill me, kill me. Oh, come on, just kill him. Like, just be done with it already. Because I just don't want to hear his bad acting anymore. Yeah, Kieran, don't. If we're ever in this kind of situation, never ask me that because it will literally just like, all right. <laughs> oh, I'm bitten. Oh, sh- oh, should we kill you? No, no, no. I'll be, I'll be fine. I just need a band aid or something. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll get better. Yeah. I'll, I'll get better. I'll, I'll... I, you won't even be bitten. Something will, like you know how they have those fake outs where like someone bites the sleeve of something and it's like, oh, that was a close call. Like that would just be like you'll hear a gun cock behind you. <laughs> just be like, oh fuck! No, 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 I just get a fucking splinter. Better safe than sorry. You could be infected, mate. I don't want to risk the it. The movie has a lot of like also, I think what they call like uh like fake outs because right before then, that's when they find. Like right before she turn, right before the girl turns into a demon, they find the open um, vent, vent uh, shaft, right where the where the other couple were yeah. crawling through. Like the good scene in the movie where she, you know, when they're crawling through the uh, ventilation system, like they they, they they come to the ventilation shaft. So well, let's crawl through here, and I think that's when the girl starts freaking out and she starts becoming a, a demon. Right? Isn't that, isn't that doesn't that isn't that happen right then? Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean, then she ends up getting decapitated by the vent. I'm saying, mm. oh wow! I said, and you think they're going to crawl into the vents and then encounter, you know, the demon that's in there? But no, they fake us out with that one. Like I said, it has some redeeming, it has some redeeming points. Like they do make some like good. Just they just don't carry through with it through the whole movie. It's not consistent. It's like you can tell like when they were high and when they weren't high. They were definitely high for this bit, but did you guys enjoy the actual ending where he gets on the bike and fucking slays stuff? No, that was that was Tana. that was aimed at teens. Again, that's a that's a. Did, did you hate it? No, I, Steph, I hate did it. you hate it? You ever seen you ever seen Grease two? Yes, Ter- terrible yeah. movie, terrible movie. Yeah, terrible film, and it's basically just some dickhead on a bike. Like, yeah, I'm fucking cool. I am. Um, you see how cool I am? I'm fucking cool. It's basically that. With a samurai sword. So, no. <laughs> I've not seen Grease 2, and I did actually enjoy this bit. But I think a bit of fun, you missed like pointless nothing. action. Yeah, I've, I've 
I've not seen Grease One either. I've heard that. My my fun, my my favorite bit of this, and you can absolutely disagree with you because everyone's entitled to their their opinion, but you're wrong. Uh, is literally the last, literally like the the Marvel end credits scene where she turns into a demon. Yeah. Because literally, when he's riding on the bike, he gets scratched. So I'm like, all right, he's fucked. And then she turns and then. Yeah, and then she turns up, yeah. and gets fucking shotgun blasted to the chest off the off the. Gym. By that badass and kid I'm with like, the gun. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that came out of nowhere. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it did. That's because Ar- Argento hates women. Yeah. I literally, I was literally there. I was like, all right, he's been scratched at this point. So. He's done the right thing. He's trying to get her out and trying to get her to safety. And then it just doesn't happen. And then they got into the Jeep and I'm like, oh, okay. It's very, like, melancholic, happy, kind of hopeful. But, and then it does like the little title uh, uh, end credit scene where they're still watching these fuckheads on the Jeep. And then... The, the the music dies down and you're like, oh, something's about to happen. I imagine he'll change now. And then it ends up being her and like, she wasn't, like, you don't see her being attacked or bitten or scratched or anything. I, I think she was scratched when they were climbing up on the on the, on the the helicopter. Yeah, there were a lot of things I, going Because right. that's sure. when they were being, like, overrun. I think her leg got scratched in that scene. I would have to go back and look, but I think that's when she got scratched. But you're right about him, though. He was scratched, like, all over the place. He should have been, like, a demon before she was. Well, the looking thing of in that scene is it kind of taught me why I wouldn't want to survive the zombie apocalypse, because you get pretentious, like, arseholes, like the family, going around that were prepared, and you'd have to yeah. do that snobbery of, I was prepared. I yeah. have a bunker filled with I'd, I'd hate fucking tins of beans. Fuck I'd you. hate that shit too. Just for like, mm, I, I planned for this. Did you not? <laughs> like, fuck you. You'd have to deal with them all day. Like people across the country just sniffing their own farts on how prepared they were. All weird, eccentric twats like the guy from Cloverfield Lane. Played by, um, what's the guy? Fat guy. I, I know you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Um... Fuck me. I can't think he played of his Sully name. and he was in Emperor's New Groove. I can't remember his name. I feel bad now. You get insane people like that, or you'd get pretentious pricks who would be talking yeah. about how much fucking Cora's light and beans they've secured over the years. I mean, yeah, I, I I won't go over like the helicopter shit because it makes no all I'll say is it makes no sense and they kill the metal man and he makes no sense. No, we're again we're we're talking about scenes aimed at like you said before aimed at fifteen year olds because oh that's yeah, so cool ending... that's so cool the helicopter fell through the ceiling yeah why we don't know see see I how I was well, when I was watching this I genuinely thought all right so the 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 guy with like half a metal face I thought maybe he'd gone through this and he'd started the change but he'd maybe kept part of the mask to stop the change or something to stop himself getting scratched or whatever Mm -hmm. but basically I thought at the end of the film he was trying to kill the guy because obviously he was scratched so I thought alright he's going to try and kill him because he doesn't want the the demon to get out even though the whole fucking city is overrun anyway so one more demon isn't going to fucking do anything but 
literally the girl is standing like two feet away from this metal well, mask dude. On the flip side, oh, of, because she's a woman, she she can yeah, do. Yeah, remember she's so. a woman, she's helpless. And the flip side of that, okay. she didn't do anything either because she was helpless because Argento has, hates women. Um, she could have <laughs> pushed him into the hole. Very simply, very easily, she could have. Done. She had it. Didn't she have it like in her hands? She was holding like a pipe or something. She could have. She's holding a fucking harpoon. She could have, like, she literally Eventually. pushed him, rolled him. She didn't even have to use that much effort. She could have just rolled him into the hole. I think it took her a good, like, what was it, five, ten seconds where she did anything at all while he was pushing down on his face. She, she had ages before she did anything. But what you just said about the, about the guy with the face, he's been through this and all that, that sounds like a good movie plot. Unfortunately, that wasn't this movie. Yeah, I, I know we skip scenes on this podcast occasionally because we think they're tedious, but I just want to make absolutely, you know, clear that we have not skipped any backstory for this guy with the metal mask. <laughs> Nothing. Again, that's None. genuinely what I thought was happening. So I was like, "All right, I, no, it There's wasn't no even character the second development. One. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even know their names until you guys mentioned it. Nope. He's at he's at the start and at the end, and they're both pointless. Uh, uh, honestly, um, so when. When Kieran brought this up to me, he was like, "Oh, do you fancy watching Demons for the podcast?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." I like, uh, I couldn't give a fuck anyway. So I he sent, uh, I I googled it and I was like, "Oh, there's a dude with a like half a metal face," and he was like, "Yeah, it has nothing to do with the plot." I'm like, mm, "Are you sure?" Because he's in a lot of these pictures and like, yeah, he's, I'm sure. Lo and behold, he has literally fuck all to do with this. Somehow. He's not in the second one at all. <laughs> not even fucking. I mean, mentioned. he's dead. He's got like two yeah. pipes through his face. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'd his like metal to see face. some like at least a cult thing. Yeah, but it'd be cool if there was a cult involved in this. Which I thought when I first saw the movie, if there was a cult involved, that would have been freaking awesome. Like I thought the the usher. I thought she was part of some like death cult, demon death cult. No, no unfortunately, no. Yeah. Uh, see, I. <clears throat> I was watching this film, and I don't know if it's because maybe some of the actors looked similar to the others or whatnot, but the film that they watched on the cinema, I thought the dude with the metal face was one of the people in that that film. Looks similar to the others, you (laughs) racist bastard. The whites, have the whites not suffered enough? If he was, I didn't notice it, because they really didn't give us... They didn't give us enough time with the uh, with the um, the movie that they were watching. Yeah, like I see. Uh, for me, I thought there was like a little scene where there's like a close up of that dude's face, and I thought it was supposed to be like, "See, look, you saw him at the beginning of the film." Uh, maybe it's just me reading too much into it and being like, "This has to be connected." I'm trying to find maybe yeah, more you're, you're plot trying to than make there actually because. Is. You want to you you, you want to make something of this movie, okay? You want you, you're trying to find something that's just not there. It's just I want to make I want to make sure that that it wasn't just nineteen minutes a waste of time. Yeah, but. yeah. You're trying to justify that <laughs> that life that you will never get back now. Sorry, it's now three. It's now three hours because we've done an hour and a half talking as about it. As mean as your fuck, as mean as your fucking being, I I love. A lot of this, I can forgive. Oh most yeah, of that shit. don't the get me wrong. Yeah. If, if someone was like, "Do you want to watch it again?" I'd be like, "Yeah." I'd, I wouldn't turn it off at all. I'd watch it again in the future. Genuinely, I'd sit down. It's one of the few films we've ever covered that I would happily watch again. Is extrapolating 
data that's not there because it wants to make sense of something. So your your brain is adding in details that you wish were there because it, because then if it was there it would make sense. But it no, it's it's not there. Your brain is just brain is just making it up because this is just a terrible movie. And because we're terrible with transitions, we're going to use that to move on to Demons Two. Please, why the fuck not? I'm sorry. I know I've been <laughs> jumping back and forth between the two movies, but there's a lot. But there's a lot of comparison. It's the same yeah. film. It's just a set. It's like someone has a timeline built up and they're just copy and paste scenes. Well, in. you can tell that they had they they had less of a budget, obviously, because you said he wanted to make money. They obviously had less of a budget. There's no doubt about that. They had even less of a story. And the acting is basically the same. Going from cast and crew, quickly jump for a director, same director, Lamberto Bava. Writers, Dario Gentio again. We've lost one writer. I'm not going to re-say his name. Uh, the other one, Franco Ferrini. Uh, cast, Bobby Rhodes comes back as the good twin Hank. He was in a film, I should say. I forgot to probably mention. He was in Tony the Pimp, Warbus Commando, The Great Alligator River. He's got a uh, podcast series on his YouTube channel because he has one. It was Tony the Pimp <laughs> called The Great Alligator River um, Talk, where he talks with a co-host. It's actually all right. He's I do too much. Yeah, you you put way into too much research shit. into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, the main cast actually top build is. Carolina, Carolina, uh, Cataldi, who plays Sally, I say Sally, she plays basically a, a basic evil bitch for the first 20 minutes and then turns into the main villain. She's the main villain and then turns into the main villain. She's also in Evil Clutch, uh, Opera, which I've been told by a friend who lives in Italy is decent, done by Dario Gentio. As you will, uh, and Devils of Mozza. She's a native New Yorker from New York. Uh, Nancy Brilli, who plays Hannah because Dario Gentio doesn't know names beyond fucking Italian stuff, uh, who's in X Women vs. Men, which is very recent actually. She's got a career that's still going, which is good for her because she was okay as an actress. I didn't hate her, the pregnant woman. Uh, David Knight George, who's been in nothing. He was in a film called Who Shot uh, Patakango, which was done around the same time. One of the first films Sandra Bullock was ever in, Gotham Gravity. And Asia Argentio, who plays a child. Can't remember her name, don't care to. I don't think she ever gets one. Who was in XXX, uh, Scarlet Diva, Marie Antoinette, which had Kirsten Dunst in it, which was, a f- I think, not Francis Ford, Sophia, a Sophia Coppola film. And this was her debut. Box office wise, budget wise, 1.5 million US dollars. Uh, it made it was made for, and then 670,269 dollars. Again, fucking translating from the shitty Italian lira. Uh, made to make money fast because phenomena went way over budget. And in the original script, Debbie and Hannah had been demonized and would have clawed its way out. I think budget-wise, ignore them a little bit, like the box office stuff. DVD sales back then actually meant something. Nowadays, they can be even more useful piece of streaming, but um, back then, like that, that's the theatre box office. As as we said earlier, as Rob said, VHS shit, it meant something back then. Selling to that. These did 
you may be surprised to learn the first Demons film. Uh, it was the 39th best-selling film in Italy that year, and it sold far fucking better than Nightmare on Elm Street, which uh, 1985 as well. Now, back then, Demons again. When I was 16, this would have been if I if this was like a double feature with Return of the Living Dead, that would have been an awesome night. I don't. I, I'm not crying. I think it's a great fucking film. It's just 39th that. To me, is quite surprising. You wouldn't get that nowadays with um, these kind of cheesy, really weird horror films. You, there's no way it hit anywhere near 39th nowadays. Wouldn't hit in the top 100 shit like this. Great, low-budget horror. To be fair, you still get stuff like, like Psycho Gorman. You still get fun, cheesy shit uh, that does work on some 90s, 80s stuff and modern. But they don't make anything. But yeah, jumping into the actual film, it's Demons 1 but worse, pretty much. I would argue, and I know <laughs> I know I'm going to come into contention here, that it's still worth watching. I enjoyed it. I had fun during this. Who was filming the documentary in the beginning of the room? Of Demons. When they were going I, through, I when, when that film crew was, was jumping over the wall... And going into the demon territory looking for God knows what for I don't know what they were looking for. Um who was filming who was filming artifacts them? to s- <laughs> Who the fuck would they sell the artifacts to? That's what I want to know to start with. Who would buy them? Oh there'd be oh there'd be people who would buy that. Oh, are you kidding me? Demon artifacts? Oh, of course there'd be people who would buy that shit. Who would fucking buy this that the FBI wouldn't immediately the FBI, FBI my ass. They sell it. Remember, this is the 80s. They'd sell it at some flea market. <laughs> is that worth the risk? Yes! You can get a fortune. Oh, come on. Is it worth the risk? That You're you're asking the wrong question. You're asking, is this movie, you're asking, you might as well ask, is this movie really worth me being made? I mean, that's the same thing. That's the same question. Of course someone would buy this. I think I... I remember we used to have flea markets in the eighties. Are you kidding me? This shit was all over the place. Here's a real demon tooth. I'll buy it. And guess imagine that. Imagine if they actually got to sell that demon tooth. That means you could bring it to school, scratch everybody in it, and turn the entire school into a demon, into a demon hell bomb, uh, hell landscape. I'd make a joke about school shootings, but even I'm not that fucking. I don't think we've got to that we're, point yet. Where that we're talking about the eighties here, okay? Please don't cancel me. Absolutely, but that's not what they were there for. They were there to shoot some kind of documentary, and somebody is filming them. Because remember, this whole movie starts off with everyone's watching the TV. Because obviously, everybody everybody knows about demons. Okay, we have to assume that in this world, everybody knows there's demons, and they're showing this documentary on TV at dinner time. By the way, because people are sitting down having dinner while they're watching it. So, we're watching this movie. It's about demons. It's a documentary. Someone's filming this crew. How? What happened to them? It doesn't speak. But there's a narrator. There's a narrator narrating what's going on. Can we assume that it's uh, the uh, brother of the metal guy? <laughs> it's the other metal guy, the other metal half. <laughs> filming it. They, they hired a cameraman who said he knew what he was doing. <laughs> Got a bit of a deep voice to him. And while they're all being slaughtered, like literally they're being chased down and slaughtered by this demon that they just resurrected because someone bled on it. Um, He's like, oh, he's he's calming. He's calmly filming everything. I should mention that, yeah, the, the blood in the demon and the actual effects of the demon coming back to life. The noticeably shitter 
than any effect in the first one. Credits a shitter to the entire freaking movie. They they, they conscious they they put all their money on Sally. Right? I guess we're gonna call her Sally. Yeah. They put all their money yeah, on yeah, her, and that Sally. was it. Yeah, every fucking cent went into her, and presumably rehiring Bobby Rhodes. Yeah, they they put all their money on the, all their special effects. The special effects of this movie are way way below the first one. They put all her all the makeup effects they put on her, and I guess you're calling him the midget now. That was the the, the kid. All right, I yeah, guess that, they that they, was they, good, they, they went out of their way to make him they make him a mask. They they actually went out of their way to, to do that. They put all their good effects on Sally, and then everyone else just got pancake makeup. It was like that's it. Here's some powder, some pancake makeup. Go at it. I mean, with stuff that got worse. So the dubbing. I mentioned earlier, it, it's fucking awful. It, it's atrociously bad. You can notice it. It's not even funny anymore. Wait a minute. There the is, security guard I, I have to go one thing. I did I did like the makeup effects in the dog. Oh, the, do- the, the dog. It, I did like I mean, the makeup it, effects. It reminded me of the thing. Yeah. Is what it did. Oh, most definitely. Most okay. definitely. That was like, they, that was like a, the, from the thing. Uh, but I did like the effects on the dog. The dog was badass. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you only got one, sh- one scene. You got one shot. See, I think I think Demons Two. He again. He was just trying to do a money grab. He forgot what he was trying to go for in Demons One, and that, I'm and I'm. That's a real stretch of the imagination there. But uh, he really forgot like what he was going for in Demons One, and and that's why I think Demons was way way worse. Yeah, I think Steph, you mentioned the film just looks shitter as well. Yeah, just film wise. It, it it feels like it was shot for Betamax through a potato. Like it it's shit. Like the, the sound quality shit, the 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 actual video quality shit, like the entire film. Yeah, I'll I'll get all my like film stuff out of the way now. I've been on a film set three times in my life. Uh one only one of which I was properly invested in. Producing, directing and all that shit. And I let the DP kind of go ham. And there's a few things here and there that you pick up on. The smoke. That you see, you guys know it's a smoke, right? It's just intermittent. Just fucking smoke machines going nuts everywhere. Well, that's obviously to reflect light and stuff. You go around. It did look good. Some of the scenes, while the demons are running up the apartment, when they're in the dark, when they're in the... Uh, you know, off the shadow, you can't properly see the makeup. They look okay. They use a lot of smoke in the in the in the parking lot when he obviously yeah. when he obviously destroys the I guess the air conditioning unit when he tries to blow them up with that. I don't know it, what he was blowing up. You can, you can get away with it when you like in a demons movie. You can have smoke just everywhere. It's to reflect light and to make it look better, like the blues and stuff. And like the, come in, out. in the beginning, when they're crawling through the ruins and they get sprayed by some smoke for absolutely no reason, it's to reflect the light. Because that was I okay. Like, that's what that was for. Because I thought the whole point of the smoke was. I thought that's when I originally saw. I thought that's what was going to make cause them to turn into demons. I don't know why. Just because it was there. Occasionally, some of the shots, the light does reflect really nicely. In the corridors of the apartment building. Outside, yeah, it looks shit. It looks there stupid. are some long shots, like when the kid... I think the most... To me, the most suspenseful parts of the movie was with the kid. And he, they give him some long shots because, you know, he's trying to escape, right? So he's, like, banging on doors and running down the corridors. And that's when they give some, like, some of the best shots of this movie. There are some scenes where they're, like, all the way down, like, 
who that there's no elevators in this freaking move in this freaking building because like they have all these stairs and there's one good shot when when one guy goes flying down the stairs but uh yeah that's where the long shots are with the kid i think those are the best like shot scenes in the movie is with the kid when before he's a demon yeah it looks fucking great a lot of that stuff around there it's when they do the close-up room shots that it's like they go back to being bad again. The, the garage stuff that was made decently. I say actually no, no, it fucking wasn't. It felt no. like a low-budget film. Yeah, was the problem? That's the, like, remember, remember how we said how in Demons One, where the movie's really not that. When you get to the Act Two, is the best part of Demons One. All right, when they're when the shits coming, just happen. In this movie, you don't get that. You don't get it, it's missing that. Like we get we get this massive we get this massive garage battle, but it's it's not really that good. It's, it doesn't have the same effect as the first one. I mean there's a there, I mean, there's a I'd like there's one good redeeming fight is when the father he's fighting off the demons and his daughter sitting in the car and she's like all oh, worried and shit like that. Like that's pretty neat. That's I mean that's a good shot right there. But like you just don't get fucking did anything? You had a good like thirty gym nuts built up to shit with axes and shotguns and stuff, and they didn't do anything. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, aren't these guys supposed to be jocks? Don't these guys like work out? They're supposed to be like buff. Isn't that what they listen? Isn't that why they're doing this? Meanwhile, they're like they're like the wit again because he hates women. All the women like they're cowering in the car like they're freaking like like a bag yeah. of kittens. I mean, it's. They're screaming and crying in a car, aren't they? Don't these women supposed to be badass? They were like lifting, like they were like lifting my weight, like a minute ago, right? They were like bench pressing me, like a minute ago. But meanwhile, they're like carrying the car because, because why? Because because got a bunch of crazed people. Because remember, they don't really look that demonic, right? Because why? Because a crazy bunch of crazed people are after them. But I get, but then I have to think to myself, like in this world, they know what demons are because they went, yeah. Because you know the world had to fight them, so I guess that they're kind of terrified because they know what could happen if they get scratched. But still, what are you going to do? You're going to die. Do something. Don't just sit there and cry and cower. The only woman who actually does anything, Hannah, pregnant woman, almost put off as it. I don't know. I, I maybe I just hate yoga. <laughs> But the guy seems dismissive of anything of her, everything she does. Like, she does yoga, and he just has this certain tone to him. I could only take of... She says, oh, I'm giving oxygen to our baby. Something about so he doesn't have a birthmark. And the guy responded, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I remember In that, that kind of way, that's, that's great, you fucking freak. Yeah, I, it's just... See, in, in a good movie, this would have been a great time for character development, because we would have seen... And they do this in, in a in a in a good movie, the the train to Busan. Okay, that that zombie. They do that in that movie. It would have been about a guy who's very, you know, they're in a routine. Okay, his wife is pregnant. They're in a routine, but he's a guy. He's all about his business. He's all about his career. He's he's very distant, you know, and all that. And during the course of the movie, he becomes the reason whole from becoming the hero. He becomes, you know, he realizes that, you know, you know. He has to change his ways or his life and really be more proactive in his marriage and his, he has a kid coming into this world. That would have been great character development, but we don't get that here. Instead, we get a guy, you know, he get, he does get worried about his wife, but it's so superficial that it, you just, it's okay. All right, great, thing. You have an actual, like, one, two, three act in a proper film where they develop all the way through. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you said two-dimensional in the last one. Every, 
everyone but Tony the Pimp was two-dimensional, and this one just everyone. Yeah, just even everyone. Tony the Pimp wasn't really that interesting in this movie. Yeah, I won't have a go at him. Like as an actor, he he does a great job. Good on fucking you, Bobby Rhodes, all the way. You're having fun at least, like, clearly, but the writing's just not there. I'm fucking all. It's the the good twin brother. And now, was he? Um, did he own the gym? No, I don't. I, quite no, I don't know if he it. owned it. He, but he was like. He obviously worked there. He obviously worked at the gym. He was the trainer. He was like a personal trainer. I don't. But we were not. We because we have no character de- um, development. I mean, we have no character background or anything like that. We have no idea who any of these people are. We don't even know why if these people live in the building. We don't know why they're there in the gym. Like, are they supposed to be part of like I don't know? Like, they're really obsessive about working out. We know that much. Because yeah, a lot of them didn't want to leave, through, like, even though the place was being run by demons. They still want to sit there and work and work out. And he's just being like, yeah, all the electricity went, the lights. Yeah, and they're still went, there so working out. Leaving. In the dark. <laughs> As their uh, enthusiastic fucking cult leader walks. I've never had like a proper a, a gym. I've had a, a personal trainer and shit, but I've never seen this weird one guy going around encouraging people. It just feels strange to me. Like those old, you know, 70s, 80s exercise tapes that come out. It feels like that to me. He's bizarre. Since we got, we got, to, we got to get this out of the way too. Like, okay, coming through the video screens. All right, that's 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 a shitty way of starting a movie, by the way, um, because because we're not exactly introduced that in the first movie. Again, I think if it, it's not a shitty way of starting a movie, I think if you'd introduced it in a film, that's a cool premise that shit can run. If, out if of this technology. if this movie was on its own. No, I mean, you could have had fucking, like, something run out of the cinema screen in the first one, then. And have- yeah, in the first movie, if the, if the actor or the demon came out of the screen and he infected everybody, or at least was part of the deal, that would have, that would have set it up for this, that would have set it up for two. Then we would have said, oh yeah, that makes sense, they can do that. You see what I mean? Like, there's no consistency in his world, but he didn't really care when he made this movie. He had no care in the world well, when he made fair. this movie. Is how would you do it if you you had to introduce a demon to a department building? I suppose, and what you could do is have them brought the having brought the claw back. Yeah, that would have been a good to the main idea. Building that that could have pushed on, or just go for the fucking classic like Indian burial ground. Just go. This building was built on the fucking remains of a theater that was destroyed years ago. Or someone ago. the building was like a cult. Was it like an evil cult leader? Was part of a uh, doomsday cult, like in Wreck? Was it a Doomsday Cult in Wreck? I think that's. I need to rewatch that. I think I think in in the original, it changes. They change it in quarantine a little bit, but in Wreck, I, I believe I, the guy in the the guy no, in the penthouse was, yeah. was part of a do, of a Fucking death cult, like Catholic weird death cult. Yeah, I think it was part of a death cult. Uh, there was the whole like weird psychic. Well, yeah, it's been ages since I've watched through those. Yeah, watch, go back and watch Wreck. It's a much better movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's. Goes through that. It makes no sense how it pops out. Sally gets infected. They're having a party. Sally's a bitch. Yeah. Oh, she's so superficial. Like she cries at everything. Why? She's don't invite Jake. She oh, you invited Jacob. She freaks out. She literally like locks herself in a room like she's like twelve. Like what's the matter with you? You're like a grown woman. You're acting like a freaking child. Party for her. I love that line. Like she, she goes through dresses. Says this dress is horrible. It is actually. And it was the kind person of replies, it, "It was terrible." 
got the person replying with, oh, we're not here for the dress, we're here to celebrate you. Don't say you're here to celebrate her. Don't inflate yeah. her fucking ego. Yeah, you're just, you're just, you're just adding to her freaking... She is so, so privileged, so overprivileged. Her, her, she she is so obnoxious, her parents didn't even want to be at her party. I love that. The fucking, <laughs> yeah, the parents who were quickly like, with the biker stuff, I think we curved over in the first Yeah, we, we, kind of, but the, we kind of did the, parents, the bikers to death. You know what? I've, I've actually got to send this fucking through because I, I saved a screenshot you know, on the quickly post. The guy who really made server. it, who made it, who survived was the guy they sent downstairs to go wait for the bikers. They they forgot about him. Like, they show him, they, 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 they pan to him like a couple of times because he's waiting for, uh, you know, Jacob and his buddies to show up. But they depend, but we never really see what happens to him at the end either. So yeah, we did the same with that, like, get all that out of the way. Uh, so the bikers end up crashing into, as we said, some hugely fucking terrible parents who leave their seven-year-old, eight-year-old on his own. And I, I put it in the Discord, like, it, it's worth pausing in the scene where the car crash happens because Jacob bikers crash into the woman and she's almost smiling in the last scene. I don't know if it's. I think she, I don't think she's smiling. Actress. She's like she's like gritting her teeth. She's like grim grimacing. I don't think she's smiling. Is that what you put that as? Yeah, I think she's grimacing I, in I, pain. Be, I think that's her. She's just a bad actress. I would be more scared. Yeah, oh, she's just a shit yeah, actress. She's a bad then. actress, but I think she's supposed to be grimacing in pain. I think that's what that is. I don't think she's smiling. But that was a classic scene, though. I was going. I remember I said out loud when I watched this. Like, what the. <laughs> you build this guy up for the entire, through half the movie, just to freaking knock him out, like at the end, like halfway through the movie, from in a car accident. We knew, listen, we all knew he was getting to a car accident, okay? We covered that. We all knew what was going to happen, but like to take him out so like stupidly is unbelievable. I thought maybe like he would crash, like maybe they would meet like at an intersection and he swerves out of the way to, to like uh, avoid her car. But instead, like crashes to like the lobby of the of the apartment building. You know what I'm saying? That would have been yeah. cool because then they had they, they would have had a way out. The demons would have had a way out. It would have been it would have been like a it would have been a really good desperate scene. But you say that would have cost money. Yeah, and that would have had that that someone had cost- to, and someone with competency had would have to have write that. Did you watch this the year after that? Like when you were 17 on? I watched these out. both on on VHS. Because I used to watch it because remember it was that was the age VHS was like the shit that was like the thing and we used I used to love horror movies and the, and these and there was a horror movie a new horror movie company coming out every new like New Moon New Moon came because of VHS and New Moon gave us a ton of freaking uh, uh of uh oh it's, it's the year of great stuff yeah it was it was I mean. Going, I I loved going to the video store. I loved it. Like you see all these all these different tapes. You can look at the boxes. You can say, oh, what do I want? I want to watch this one. I mean, every weekend I used to go home with at least three tapes. Yeah, era of weird niche, especially for horror fans. Era of like weird niche shit, like Puppet Masters, the classic. I always jumped. It was the golden age of horror, in my opinion. Fucking great stuff. The eighties, the eighties, and the and the birth, the birth of the VHS gave us the golden age of horror. I, I hope we're streaming it kicks back in, and it it's on the right certainly with as said Psycho Gorman, but yeah, it, it's the same I think kind of era that's pushing through. This definitely feels like that made for VHS Demons too, where you've got action set pieces really. No, that's Demons. Demons is an action set piece, but Demons Two wasn't. Yeah. He forgot the formula 
that he used for Demons 1. And he was just streaming like all these scenes together and they didn't they didn't flow well. It's it's like yeah, no, I, I get, it's almost like a, a load of setups to jokes without the punchline. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, equivalency. I, the the garage I'll defend. It's it's uh, fun for a while. The weird fucking gambles over the fireballs. Yeah, I was wondering why they, why are they setting this thing on fire for. I never figured out why. Don't set things on fire. That's bad to do that in a enclosed parking garage. They even mention it, like Tony says, don't fucking do that. <laughs> Extinguishes it. Why'd you do it in the first place, mate? Now put that fire out. But no, but by the way, Tony's the one that's also said put light those fires. No, 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 no. You can't you can't give him that credit. Because in the in a few minutes before that, he's saying, Get keep those fires going. He actually says that. I think I gotta go back and look at it. I think he said, Keep those fires going. Then like like again, like maybe uh, two scenes later, he's like He's spraying with fire. Put those fires out. Like, make up your freaking mind. You want them on or off? I do like the fact that he has a shotgun in his car. A double-barreled shotgun in his trunk of his car. No one else is armed. Yeah, this is... You would think that in a... You would think that in a post-demon apocalypse... Yeah. There would be more guns. Absolutely. The security guard, at the very least, would have, like, a gun. Sitting about a revolver. Security was useless. They can't even talk right. They can't even speak right. Oh god, that he, he was the worst <laughs> fucking thing. I, I, I said it earlier. I used him as an example. It's not because he was the average; he was the worst by fucking miles. I, it, it was I'm deaf as shit. I need subtitles for half the films I watch in English. And as his lips moved, it was about five syllables ahead in the dubbing. It was terrible. And there's a load of dubs in this. Clearly noticeable if you did lip read that were added in post and they didn't do shit talking wise. I don't even like the movie's dubbed. I don't even like don't even bother. Like I, I, I told you before. I rather, I rather they play the mu- play the mu- movie in its original language and just mm. give me subtitles. Absolutely, I'm yeah. okay with subtitles. subtitles. And they did that for um, they did that for a load of his films, like it's a phenomena with Jennifer Connelly and uh, Donald Pleasance. It was in Italian. And they played it in Italian, like Connolly and Pleasant spoke Italian. And then they put the subtitles. And that was fine. I could read it. It might be, this is conspiracy fucking theory here, that the actors were so shit they wanted an excuse to go, nah, it's dubbed. It's worth a shit. Just to defer blame. Which, uh, yeah, would be reasonable. So I'll, I'll just you know what because we we pretty much got through the plot of the demons one and that covers the did plot we ever of demons did we ever two. tell the people what demons one what what demons was about no no <laughs> if they if, if they haven't guessed by now it's not very much the whole plot of the movie is that there's this weird guy with a metal face the movie's just how it starts there's a weird guy with a metal face and he looks like a real freak and he's walking through um this uh, subway system and um he's you don't know what his deal is, and there's this girl there, and she's like, she sees this guy, and he's like, basically stalking her. And the whole, at yeah. the end of the stalking, he hands her a flyer, and the whole fun thing on the flyer is that there, it's a free viewing, free viewing of some movie at some theater. So basically, you come in, you give the flyer, you get to see a free movie. And that's what this guy, he's handing out all these stupid flyers. So all, obviously, he hands them out to all these different people, and they all show up to, at the, at, at the theater, and the whole thing, is that during the course of the movie, 
um, demons are released to the theater. Now, how that happens. There's this mask. One of the prostitutes puts on the mask. She gets scratched. And then at the time in the movie, when someone else gets scratched, she gets infected. She has to go to the bathroom. She becomes a, a demon. She infects the other prostitute who becomes a demon. And then basically the, 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 the prostitutes start, you know, changing everybody in the theater into demons. You know, it, it's weird. I think if almost if them was that short, it would be better. That's a short fucking 80 minutes film could have been. Or or at least an hour. This 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 could be made in an hour. Demons two, especially fifty minutes. Oh please! Oh my god! There's so demons. I mean, I'm now see you you ruined it for me when you said that he made this movie just to make some money. Yeah, I, it's what he did. Okay, so basic. So that's the answer now to everything. Like when I asked the question, well, how come demons could come through the TV? Because he needed money to to pay for his over budget movie. That's why. I mean, that's the answer now to everything about Demons 2. If it makes you any better, I did enjoy Phenomena. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen Phenomena. So, what, uh, you know, I don't know what it's about. It's about a serial killer and shit killing. With insects? It makes about as much sense as this film. Okay. Because Connolly is an American sent to Switzerland. And that there's a serial killer going around killing... 15-year-old Swiss girls. It's like a year before Labyrinth. Do you remember that with David Bowie? Yes. Oh, my God. Um, and she, yeah, she's like that age, and she fucks insects, and I suppose Oofa. upgrades to David Bowie the year after. All right. That's, that's, a, then, mo- that's uh, a movie. Yeah, she finds fucking a serial killer, and the, they try to shove her into a mental institution. It's weird as shit. She finds, like, Norman Bates' his mother. <laughs> I'm not going to go into any further. It is worth watching. It's strange and makes about as much sense as these films. One of the, okay, we're going back to go back to Demons 2. We got Sally becomes a demon. Alright. Now there, she she obviously she infects everybody in her brother birthday party. Okay, that's that's a gimme. Okay, we so we all saw that coming. Um but now then she bleeds on the carpet. Now I I, I don't I don't want to get too rude, but I remember the first time I saw this, I thought she was having like her period. I swear to God. Well, remember, I'm I'm 16 and I'm watching this movie, and I'm watching it on like you know a two by four TV, and I just like well, sex education wasn't great back then. Yeah, that's that's what I thought was happening. Now when I now that I'm watching this, I watch the movie on you know a widescreen you know monitor, and I go, oh, she's bleeding from her head. That's where the blood's coming from. It's coming at the top of her head. Why we don't know, but it is. And it's dripping down her, and it's, it's acid now, because now she's an alien. Um, it's dripping down, and it's going through the building, it's going through the brickwork, which is kind of like an, actually a cool visual. When you see the blood going through like the the insides of the building, and it's dissolving like the mortar and between the bricks and shit like that. You see, I, I'd love it. Yeah, I'd love it. It reminds me too much of that fucking robot chicken sketch with uh, the alien. Oh, I don't really remember that, but I don't. But I mean, I actually did like that visual, and I like the part where it drips through the ceiling, and there's the guy in the gym, and he's in the he's in the uh, the sweat box. You know what I'm saying? He's in, I don't I don't I don't know what that thing is called, but he's, he's in the sweat box, and the and the blood drips on top of the box, and he's looking at it, and then the next scene we see the box is just wide open. And he's and he's crushing the girl, like he's frying the girl who's lying in the uh, oh, in, like a in, the, tanning in a tanning thing. bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's, <laughs> well, that that's actually that was actually pretty neat. That's a neat scene. If you want to say anything positive about it, 
Yeah, I think that that comes to a big problem with the film. It had a kind of tonal issue for me. You had the more serious side, the demon side, where they went in, attacked shit, and then barricades built up. You know, just random, you know, scratching, violence, that stuff, and then a kind of gremlins side to weird deaths, like Tanning Booth uh, pushing the guy's like uh, workout tool in on him, crushing his rib cage. Yeah, but that. they had that in the first demons too, when he, when they strangled the couple with the rope. Yeah, but I, I felt like and the they tone j- in that j- gouged the guy's eyes out. They did the same thing in the first movie. It was consistently silly in the first one to an extent, except when they like they were going nuts, and at the end, where fair enough, you know, you, you go serious for the last act. But in this film, they go silly, and then they have a fucking gargoyle jump out a demon dog, and then they go serious again with the garage and the girl watching her dad get ripped open, and then silly again. I felt just jump back and forth. Yeah, well, way too much. He was just putting. This again, he was he he wasn't following his own stupid formula. He was just like, and you said it before. It's like a joke where you don't give the punchline. It's just it's just continued. It happens continuous to the entire movie. It's like it's all it's that movie like has so many holes in the plot. Like you don't know where like where one idea ends and where the next one starts. Like again, like I asked, like who's narrating the film in the beginning of the movie? Who's narrating the, the people walking through the, the ruins? Who's narrating that? Who's filming that? Why can he become? Why can they go all of a sudden? They can travel through airwaves. Why is she blind at the end of the movie? Like it's it's keeps happening over and over and over again. You know, I want to actually uh, jump on something that was in the film that I, I don't put my notes, and I'm curious about it because my my the parties I've gone to is shit. The party they were at where they were dancing with no alcohol and one song going on is that standard eighties? <laughs> is that how shit it was back then? Wait a minute, wait a minute. They were they, how do you know they didn't have alcohol? I didn't notice that they had one bottle. One guy says, "Is there any more alcohol?" And they said, "Ask Sally." There's just one bottle in the corner. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that. I actually did not catch that. That's funny. No, are you kidding me? They, they, if that was an '80s party, they should have like they should have like cocaine like up and down. I mean, they were obviously they're uh, they look like they look like yuppies, okay, from the '80s. They're like they're those like up, upper class business, you know. I'm saying these they're not poor. So they should have like booze and drugs all over the place. They should have been like sniffing coke off of mirrors in the bathroom. It's like a fucking. I can only imagine that's the apartment building they've got for the rich people for the demons after. Yeah, this, this was an, poor, oh, this was definitely an upscale building. This was like no tenement or anything like that. I mean, poor people are gonna have like enclosed communities with tin shanties everywhere, looking like fucking Mad Max. They shot this in an upscale. You know, this this it was supposed to be an upscale building. So having one bottle of alcohol, are you, are you kidding me? They would have more more booze than that. that would, no, that's not an 80s thing. Well, the music is also not a... The music is subpar in this movie, too. Oh, they didn't have the budget to get the big guys. Oh, yeah, they the had, way subpar. They had one song, I know, from the Smiths that I recognized. I don't understand why they were worried, why she was worried about Jacob showing up at the building. Those, oh, those, those security guards were kind of incompetent. But they sh- they would have never let him in the building. So how was he going to get in? The why why like they sent that poor guy down? First of all, number one, she should have answered her own freaking phone. Number one, I don't know why some guy's answering a phone at her own party. She should have answered her own freaking phone. And two, why, like, if they told me go downstairs and go like stop at the door, why? 
This is a secure building. He's not getting in. And I'm not going downstairs. Go answer your own goddamn phone. I think she's such a bitch. That yeah, oh, oh my god. I she love it to make it a thing. Like, when she dies, I was so happy. Like, yeah. they do oh, a fake so out on it, but they don't show it. That's a shame. I feel like that party, that could have been an amazing fucking... If you'd have got, like, a strobe light. Uh, there's mm-hmm. another film that we might actually cover eventually called Night of the Demons that has a strobe light on it from the 80s as well. Same kind of thing. They could have had a strobe light, but they, they didn't. They, they bought this shitty cake. Oh, they my God. a load of cakes and shit. It's just awful. That cake was like... That was like, that was like the ugliest, grossest cake I've ever seen. One of the funniest scenes I saw, like you might you said that the, the the goes back and forth from comedy to serious. Like I said, one of the serious, the mo- one of the most serious scenes I saw in the movie was the scene with the with the daughter watching her father fight off the demons and fi- eventually being killed. I thought that was at least somewhat serious. You know, there was some interesting scene, and then she gets surrounded in the car. I could imagine oh, being her. That would that would have been terrifying. That was going on in the, in the parking garage. One of the silliest scenes I saw, you know, in the movie. Uh, Tim Burton was, film, 1990, Mars Attacks, yeah. where the Martians are just breathing on the, uh, like, uh, they're wiping off the trailer park windows, breathing yeah. on it and showing their faces. It felt like that to me, where they're all staring at her all around. And leave her alone? I think they, they Well, don't we don't know her. if they left her alone, because that kind of ended the, the, the garage scene. That's how, I think, how the garage, I think, how the parking garage ended. Because no one survives the parking garage. Because after oh, yeah. that, they all start running. Because after that scene, you see, next thing you know, they're all coming upstairs. And they get killed by a, uh, mi- by a I'm going to say minor, a beyond minor explosion. I don't even know what exploded. I don't even know what he set off. He set off, I think, like a gas main? Fuel main? I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. I don't know, because I still, I still have no... First of all, how do you know how to do that? This guy's like an accountant. I wouldn't. I would have never thought of that. I swear, to you, I would have never thought of that. Doing that, I'll be dead. Yeah, but um, the one of the most comical scenes I saw in the whole movie was the was the elevator scene, the climbing up the elevator. Can I say though? I have to mention though, those elevator cables were like are the most flexible cables I've ever seen in my life. Like elevator cables, just don't they don't wiggle around like that because if you do, that means they're not hold. They're not that because they do. That means they're not supporting any weight. I've never tried to climb elevator cables in my life. I've never tried to no. climb cables either, but I've seen the inner workings of an elevator, and the cables aren't that flexible. Like they don't. And in the movie, they were like shaking around, like they were being blown around in the wind, like they were just like loose cables. If that's how it was, that means that the elevator is not being held by anything. Like for supposedly, and sometime you see him climbing up the the, the the shaft. His hands are bare, and I guess they're getting cut. But was the next scene he has he has cloth wrapped, wrapped wrapped around his hands. I don't know where they came from. I don't know how he made that while he was holding on for dear life onto a cable. But I don't know. I'll give him that. And now he's having some fight, which I thought was completely. He's kicking her and she's swinging back at him. I'm going. I said, "Oh, please, please make this stop. Please make this scene stop because it's it's ruining the entire film." Okay. And then she survives it. Like, and, 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 and yeah. that's what kills me because she survives the fall. I said, okay, because remember, Keith, the elevator comes up. She bursts out again because she you knows she has to. But I'm thinking, okay, which was fine. Okay, she's durable. I'll give. Okay, she's a durable demon. But then, but then Sally did it. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, they have a problem with timing in this. So you've got the elevator scene where it, she fucking climbs up to the top in just moments, and then Sally 
blows up and gets up the fucking stairs in seconds as well. Yeah, they're like the again demon physics uh, 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 blow my mind in this movie. I did. Yeah, I before we, like jump through all the demons, I'll quickly like fucking summarize at the start. The kid actor's terrible. Beyond the makeup, I know he mentioned decent on that, but I did, all he's his a kid. Words. He did his best. His okay. parents got paid. Macaulay Culkin was a good actor. I won't have this shit. Th- this kid wasn't kid given. Actors. This kid wasn't given like anything to work with. Come on, please look look, look look what he's doing. You find an ugly child that can actually act rather than one that looks a little cute. <laughs> the kid's kind of stupid. Okay, he is. Well, his part is, you know, is is, is kind of stupid because. He should, if he had just locked the, his door, like the apartment door, and just stayed in his room, he would have been fine. So the blood infected him, right? His parents are, you know, completely yeah. bad parents. Oh, but yeah. We can overlook that, I guess, at this point. I, I, would they get done by the police? I'm trying to wonder if this was real life. With the demon For abandoning their kid? I guess yeah. after the fact, maybe. But since they both... She's in a car accident. And I don't know what happens to the father. He's not in the car when it happens, right? He's uh, he's somewhere else. <laughs> he's still enjoying the what was it? A fucking German market band. Something. Like, I don't know. He wasn't. Oak. He wasn't in the car accident. So you would hope that maybe someone from child services would step in, like after the movie. Or like, in the, what you would imagine would be like the aftermath of the movie. I'm saying, like once the like I'm, I'm assuming the after once those once that once that couple escaped, they go to the police. The army, the army of that city would be called in to surround the building and destroy, go in and kill all the demons. Please don't give him sequel ideas. Please don't like, <laughs> fucking push on this shit. He is he still alive? Yeah, he's still going. All right, because I've been told this was an eighties. You know, I'm, 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 I don't know how old he is. Yeah, I'm shooting myself in the foot here. I, 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 I don't put know. Myself as the like the horror person on this thing. And Steph's like the, the newbie. But um, I don't fucking know most of his stuff. I've been told that all his stuff after, I think, like, Phenomena, after, like, 1990 is terrible. Or at least in your case, worse than Surprise Year, which is considered the <laughs> best. If you hated that... I hated Surprise Apparently it went downhill from there. Surprise Year, again, actually, Surprise Year is... I don't know if I'm even saying it right. Surprisia or something like that. It's very much like... It's shot very much like Demons. It is scene... It's it's a... It, there's, there's sets. There's scene sets. Um, Just meant to horrify and shock you with a story that makes no sense. That's that's like... You're trying to figure out what this movie is about. Like, you, you, you know what it's about? It's about witchcraft. But you're not really given that sense during the course of the movie. Like, you're just not. They don't. It's hard. You have you have to go back and like read about it in order to put that all together. I think in the remake of it, they explain it much better, but that doesn't mean the movie's any better. Yeah, I mean the original. You got to take it as is. Yeah, but it's. I have to like the have the a com- lot. the original concept is, is is witchcraft, but it's not clearly portrayed in the original. Like you ask, you always ask yourself, like, why is this happening? And that's again, it's the same thing with demons. Like you're always asking yourself when you're watching a movie, like, why is this happening? Like, what is this scene? Why is this scene there? What's the purpose? I jump through on specifics. Another question I, I meant to ask through 
there's um, a bit in the elevator, and I was just generally curious, where the prostitute, I think she's a prostitute. Yes, I, yeah, I'm assuming that she's a yeah. prostitute, yeah. She gets out into an elevator. Is it a compliment? As a man, I feel there's a difference between a man and a woman here being presumed to be a prostitute. Is that a compliment or an insult? I'm just curious now. I think as a woman, there's an element of uh, bias there that any woman can be a prostitute. And to be fair, men are fucking idiots. Any woman can well, go for it. Remember who made the movie, and he he's obviously very... Well, his, I, I don't know him personally, but his movies, his movies are obviously very sexist. So... Back then, was it proper to call a woman a prostitute? No, <laughs> it wasn't that. Would that would have been not, like? That's not the question. It did just if a like, woman went to you while you were going down an elevator. Oh, okay. I, I remember, like pre- she. Okay, she says him. Yeah. yeah, she says something to him, like going, "Um, you finished like he goes, or something? Yeah, you finished. You finished I, I see you are too, or something to that effect." Yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I, rem- I remember that scene now. Is too. Is that a compliment or an insult? I don't know. That, that's. I would, but that's a that's actually a weird comment for her to make because right there she's saying two things. She's saying one, I'm a hoe, and two, I think you are too. And presumably that all prostitutes finish at an exact time. The <laughs> 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 fucking stopwatch on it. Hey, time is money, man. Just ready. Time is money. T- who fucking knew that prostitutes had schedules? That they were this fucking strict that they got into the elevator at this fucking. Well, if time. you're if you're a, a a one that I guess one that goes to a, um people's rooms like that, like I'm not saying you're not a streetwalker, you're a uh, a escort or whatever. I'm assuming you got you got a time is money here. You know, yeah, you've got a point like an hour, like nine yeah. till ten. Like yeah, how many appointments do you book? How many appointments do you book a night? You know what I'm saying? And she got killed like a moron <laughs> because she's a woman. But and they again, don't think to not stand by an elevator. We'd... But you saw that coming so bad. As soon as I saw the security guard go down, and his and his face is like right next to the elevator, I'm going, yeah, it's 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 good. It's it's she's dead. That's the first thing I got through my mind. She's dead. I mean, the, the problem, like consistency again. There's no consistency. There's no rules to the demons because yeah. she she speaks out when he's going up in the elevator when he's climbing up later. She speaks out in her human voice, and then she's a demon. No demon's done this. There's no precedence. That's it's what that... I've been saying about this movie from the beginning. Yeah, There's no fucking... consistency in his demon physics. It's what you fucking need, yeah? You need that precedence, and you need, okay, these are the rules. This is what we have, and this is what we stand by. So the audience knows, oh, okay, this can happen. You need to be able to predict it. It's the base, the base point, really. You need to be able to go, okay, this is what needs to happen here, here, and here. This is what's going to happen now because he's done this. He's fucked up in this way because of the rules. But you can't fucking do that because they add new powers to these demons every five fucking seconds. That's the pro- problem with this movie. It doesn't it doesn't follow any... Phys- it doesn't... Like, okay, if, if, if they can go through airwaves now, okay, and if they can bleed through buildings, why can't I just pull a magic sword out of my ass and kill all of them? We have no rules. You didn't establish any rules of this world. I should say, like, the first one, I I could almost live with that because it was fun enough. The effects were good enough, and I could just go, yeah, okay, the rules on the right makes no fucking sense. But I love the effect, and I love the action through it. Same for most trauma films. 
I, I'd love the effects. The rules are fucking out the window immediately. He's insane. Yeah, he's, he's fucking insane, and he does what he wants, and I love it. I love him for it. Uh, but in this film, there's not enough to justify that. I, I do like the film. I still enjoyed it. It wasn't completely painful, but uh, yeah, that that's the biggest problem here. There's no fucking rules to stand by. Yeah, there's just this, like, you don't know what can they do, what can't they do. And if they can do something now, why didn't they do that before? Like, if she can infect an entire... Like, before, the rules the rules were that in order to become a demon, you had to be scratched, bitten, or at the very least, bled on. But now she has acid blood that can go through the whole <laughs> yeah. building and affect the entire building. Like, that's not that's not part of the, of the rules. I don't know, like, the fucking... No one mentions, like, acid blood. It's shown to be really dangerous, and no one really takes it as... Jesus Christ, it's acid blood. The fucking guy who explains it to the security chief just says, oh, I found this blood. I poked it and it burnt my fingers. Would no one scream and go, Jesus Christ. Why are you, first acid. of all, why are you poking it? <laughs> if it's blood, why are you poking it? Oh, there's enough idiots out there. You see, I, I thought about that. There's enough morons. That's what sticks are for. Do you not think that like someone would fucking poke it? There's one person out there that would go, fuck it, I'm going to lick it. Yeah, someone's, you know, someone, gonna someone's going to taste it. So there's always got to be one person that's going to lick it. Like, But again, they, 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 they botched up the rules because he didn't care. But again, because he needed to make money. Again, that's that's always going to come back to the, the same excuse. Fucking, yeah, i come back to money again. But the, the kid in the shaft, he sees blood dripping down, it's burnt through the shaft. He doesn't move when it hits him. You'd scream, but he also didn't scream out either. It, it you know, for it being you, you, when you're bled upon by demon acid blood, you would think it would hurt. Oh yeah, I go aliens, aliens, the classic film. Like they're bled on, they scream. Yes, because it burns through their armor and burns their flesh. One character is taken out because of it, but in this movie, it, this move, this blood can burn through brick, brick and mortar. And through all, you know, but it can't burn through flesh. Apparently, it just lands on flesh. Apparently, it's disgusting because we know that because they, they recoil from it, but they don't get really burned by it. Except for the security guard who puts his, you know, tries to taste it, whatever he does. It's, again, there's no, there is no consistency to the demons. And that's a huge problem with these movies. Like, we're not given any rules. Sparring through a lot of the, a lot of the, different scenes that I really don't give a shit about. The garage was taken out in seconds, as we said. It felt a bit shit, to be honest. It was such a fun setup. You could have had, like, pinball cars just knocking them out. You know, just running them over. They tried it. They bashed They did try it. They were the ramping. Wall. Remember, they were jumping. First of all, I, I I don't know. I've been in I've been in garages, and you really, they're nearly not that high. Like, perfect so. fucking tens. They were gambling. you got to give it to them. But they were amazing. literally, they were ramping cars over each other, which is which was interesting for the scene itself, but you know that I don't know why they didn't stand and back a car up to the doors and just leave it there. There's got to be an opening somewhere, like a door that gets into the garage. There's not like a giant fucking foreboding hole there to get cars well, through. Yeah, and there's nothing like the only way to get out of the parking garage was like they were trying to get through the shutters, but like. 
there's got to be another way out. You can't, they can't, because if there was a fire, that means, like, forget the demons. If there was just an ordinary fire and you're, you could, you're basically in your car and you're in the parking garage, you're dead. You will die because there's no way of getting out. You'll die from smoke inhalation. Which uh, isn't helped by setting fire to cars. Which, uh, yeah, I know I know you said it earlier. Got to be mentioned because it's only just reminded me. The makeup on the demons and the acting. I think you said the makeup, the acting on the demons was bad. In, in the first film, a lot of the minor demons, we'll say, uh, were still very good. Menacing in the background. They knew what to do. Look intimidating. Yeah. This they they just here's some makeup go at it horse they were they they were like extras I swear to God they must have been just extras that they hired to be just to be yeah, there they weren't fucking good they looked too they looked cheesy. worse they looked terrible and you can really see it you really notice it when they're being chased there's a scene where where uh Tony right they're off they're they're run actually I think they're running to the parking garage. And they're being chased by chased by his demons. For some reason, they run really slow, or they like to like they like to like stop and and wait. For some reason, I have no idea. But anyhow, they're running away from the demons and they're running towards the parking garage. And it's all slowed them down. And he and he picks up the barbell and he throws it at them. Okay, he's like, and he starts throwing like all this. He throws up like a planter or something. He like starts throwing shit at them. But you can in that scene because it's closer. It's not like a wide shot like the, the parking garage. It's a closer shot. You can see how bad the makeup is. You can see how they didn't even try. Yeah, it's like half their face. Like in in the in, when if you look at the people at the party, they did a better makeup job at the people at the party than they did with the with the uh I, I don't know what to call them. Carriage extras, I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah, with the extras. And you can really tell in that scene. That's why I'm going. Oh, this looks terrible. And the fight scene. That's what made. That's what ruined the fight scene in the uh, in the garage too. Because they don't look like they don't look like your your demons. They just look like they look like zombies because they're wearing that pancake pancake makeup. Even when the girls, the the daughter, she again, she's trapped in the car and they're all at the windows of the car. You can tell like that's that's terrible makeup. They didn't even try. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's a it's a real. I sense the acting as well. I just think it's less intimidating. It's played more cheesy by a lot of them. I think it's because they're extras. They're not fucking told, okay, this is what you're going to do, and you push on this. Yeah, they were just given basic instructions and just said, go at it. But the yeah. acting is just, throughout the whole movie, the acting is just piss-ass poor, so. Jumping, like, contrasting that, a more fun scene, a demon dwarf, all of that was actually quite, I, I, I don't know, it just perked it up. Was, it was amusing, but uh, it was it was yep. funny. It wasn't serious. No, no, yeah, but that's what I want from a. Maybe it's looking back. I don't. It, it's yeah, in the eighties, maybe you wanted something more serious, and that's what they're trying to push for. But looking back, it's what it's become. And I don't know. I, I enjoyed it for that. They try to recreate the the demon bursting out of the person's back scene, which when they did in the in the first movie, it was done really well. In this movie, it just it just looked comical because it looks like it looks like a a, a gremlin well, they bursting, did it. bursting out of the back of a midget, so, I was, I mean, a dwarf or whatever. You know I was going to say gremlin. I saw the wings like gargoyle just jumps into mind. Yeah, they overdid it. Is the problem? Like in the first one, you had something come out terrifying, scratched away. That's what you need. 
then you go to the actor and you look at the aftermath of that shit. And obviously they can't kill off fucking Hannah because they need her to stay alive for whatever, for the baby to appear and they can't have a demon fly up her vagina to strike at her fetus to turn that into a demon because that's massively tasteless. I know I understand the tasteless part, but like, I mean, you you mentioned before that in the original script she was supposed to get infected. How were they How were they going to do that? Demon condom? I don't know. I mean, were they? Go, I mean, I don't understand. How were they going to without infecting Hannah? Yeah, it's uh, umbilical cord, and it like moves fluid between the two. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. How are they going to pull that off? I think that's why they didn't do it because listen. They're probably going to say, this is too complicated for us. Just just have the baby born regular. I think it's cost. If I was if I was them and I had the money, I'd just say, fuck it, I don't care. We're just going to have a demon baby come out. Just for the hell of it. Don't care. Don't care how it yeah. got infected. Just have it happen. I mean, that would have been, that would have been on par for their writing. It's been, it's been fun, though. It, it's the same thing, like I said, for the first film with the actors. Tony the Pimp's fun to watch, even if he's just as shit as the rest. If there was a demon baby out, it'd be fun to fucking watch. It wouldn't be different. I'd know for a fact I've seen that in something else. Fucking, uh, uh Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Zombie baby. Yeah, yeah, they did a zombie, but they had a much bigger budget. Yeah. And we have reason for it to have, she's, I mean, she's bitten for the movie, we know that. She's that, she's, she's the one that's bitten, doesn't tell anybody, you know. Even though everybody should suspect that she is. There's no reason why they shouldn't suspect that she was. Because they never... He, he he puts her in a room and they never see her again until until she gives birth. Like, please. You know she's been infected. Yeah, it, it creates a great setup, though. And that's the whole thing. Setup, punchline. Great. At, at the whole demon baby thing. I mean, it makes it made sense. It made sense part in the movie. I liked the remake of The Dawn of the Dead. I don't think it was a good remake. It, it loses a lot from the original. Like the original had a, like a message and a purpose, the remake was just was just to have fun. If you replace, I, I mentioned it. We did an episode on Zack Snyder's stuff. Zack Snyder's stuff, um, Army of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. And if you replace Zack Snyder with George Romero and you know Tom Savini, the original two fucking catalysts of that film, you're gonna get shit after. Because Zack Snyder, he's awful. Fucking say it here, Zack Snyder's a terrible fucking filmmaker. And he, he can't do subtlety. And that's, you know, that's what you kind of get here. You don't get anything fucking subtle. The difference between the original Dawn of the Dead and the new Dawn of the Dead is that the original Dawn of the Dead was a movie about a mess. It was, it was a movie with a message. The new Dawn of the Dead was just an action horror. That's it. That's, that's, it had no message in it. It was just an action horror, which is okay. That's there's nothing wrong with movies like that. I I actually like the movie, but it's not it's not the same, and I don't think it's better. I think it's 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 on its own merit. You know, transmorphing that to this is obviously demons. Demons one, demons two. They're not. They've got a message behind them, which is fine. Okay, anything against that? That's absolutely fine. It's, it's okay not to have a message. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing it for fun, but I think Demons Two, and I do like it, is think it tries. Both of them try to push. We want you to have fun during this. We want you to be entertained. 
which is a good standpoint to have for a film. At least the first one was like that. I don't know about two, but at least number one was. The second one, at the very least, was trying to. I think it succeeded in some ways. Because I was entertained during the garage scene, during the weird gargoyle baby scene. Might as well, like, the ending... No, go through the ending. We'll finish off on that quickly. I hated it. It's terrible because, one, I mean, Steph said it before, that guy has no knowledge of what's going on. I mean, he has no idea how the demon, no one does. No one in this, no one of the survivors have any idea how the demons got into the building in the first place. So there's no reason for him to smash those monitors other than the fact that it's just for the sake of smashing them. But there is no reason for him to do that shit. Um, because on some monitors, she's just lying there and some monitors, she's running towards the camera. Again, we don't know why. We don't know why she's blind. We don't. She obviously survived the, the the spearing. Okay, she serves no purpose in that last scene. She adds tension, but she's taken out so easily that it's not. It wasn't like was it worth the extra couple of minutes? I don't. I don't get it. Well, I think yeah, I think it does come to they want to hit one hour 30, 90 minutes. Like it, it, it would have been on. great if she was like if they if they if she was actually stalking the baby. Through listening, through hearing yeah. it, and, and it's like, they, like you said before, like they had to pass the baby around, or they just did anything. But she was taken out. Susie said she was blind for no reason, um, and he took her out so quickly. There was like again, served no that last scene served no purpose, I just know, like the last scene in the, in the original. He shouted to it, "She's blind." She'd hear that and like rush to him and yeah, it, do something. But now she gives up on life. Like life, it's it is fucking seriously like they don't want to be in a blind body. They just fucking give up. Don't be. No one wanted the blind guy in the first one. No one wants this fucking girl now. They re, as Steph said, fucking respawn like jump through the telly mm-hmm. <laughs> to try to not be. They'll take that fucking risk. I like my my last view on this. If you're if you're sitting around with your friends, right, and you're all high <laughs> or, or drunk or anything to that effect, oh, then God, these yeah. movies are so worth watching. But you have to be like high. You have to be high or drunk or or combination of both to enjoy these movies because then they're hilarious. They're, then they would be great. They're great movies. Then, but like, but as watch this as like you're sitting there want to watch a serious horror movie, you're going to be greatly disappointed. Well, it's just like defense of the people in it. Uh, guy Bobby Rose who plays Tony the Pimp and Hank in the second film, he does a great job. He's so fun to fucking watch. The effects artist, I know you had less of a budget in Demons Two, but you did a good job. Well done, you. <laughs> Whoever dubbed it, fucking die. The, the dog, I think the dog's makeup was good. Was, I, I, I mean, I mean whoever dubbed it, whoever did the sound, you can fucking die. You can leave it. The dog's great. The effect stuff, good. Sound, you can... Don't work in film again. Yeah, it's... They're just... Well, again, I, I have to talk to, like my Italian friend and find out like what's the story with this because I believe she told me like he's like the John Carpenter of Italy and I gotta I gotta ask again I say are you sure because I finally know she actually likes his like she liked Suspiria 
I keep I'm, I keep butchering that movie's name. Um, she liked that movie. <laughs> I can believe you butchering it. it I think she met him. I, I I see. I don't know if he's still alive. I definitely have to find. He is, he is he still is. alive. I'm sure. I, yeah. I think she met him. I think she interviewed him. him. I don't know. Over I got to find out. Fucking over. Fucking da Daria. But this I is definitely it. one of those movies where, oh yeah, man, you, yeah. you get get like a bottle of of whatever your favorite booze is. Get like a, a case of beer or something like that, or you know, get some roll roll yourself some uh, recreational uh, pot and sit down and watch this movie. You'll have a great old time. So what we do at the end of these, and I'm gonna get fucking Steph to um, dub in because he has a head off. Yeah, I'd probably recommend them. Um, honestly, I'd probably say any other zombie film would. <laughs> be about as good as these were then pretty much exactly what it was so there you go what we do at the end of these is to give recommendations for films similar to but better than or at least if you know you enjoyed these films to continue the uh, theme do you have any ideas films that come close most definitely this is these are classic. Okay, they're '80s movies. Okay, some the Demons One I know is at least a cult classic. It is, um, but if you want to see a really good, iconic '80s horror movie, there is no doubt one of my favorites is Return of the Living Dead. And you will note it's a, you will notice a lot of similarities to the two movies. I mean, they're both zombie movies. They both have the punk rockers in it. They both have great music in it. Except that one is written way better, shot way better. It's just, it's just a better all-around movie. Um, Dan, I highly recommend Return of the Living Dead. Maybe not its sequels. Return of the Living Dead 2 is not, ter- is not bad. It's actually pretty decent. But once you get past 2, you're don't bother. I'm sure it's the um, the rain, isn't it? The acid rain shit with the decaying corpse. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they stretch the whole... It's an I'm, overpower, I'm, but but the whole thing is they know what they were going after. They're going I'm, after... I'm remembering... A completely no, no, nihilistic which one it movie. was. Yeah. I mean, it's a, they're going after a completely nihilistic approach to a movie. And the same people that were in Return of the Living Dead 1 come back, like most of them come back and return to Living Dead 2. Not as the same, they're not playing actually the same characters, but they're back there, except for two of them. I, mean, I think that's fine, to push on that I mean, with Tony and stuff, that's always really fun. If you get good actors, fucking keep them. Well, Ginger um, Snaps does the same thing. Combs. Two and three. Um, uh, I can't think of his whole name. Um, his last name is Combs. He did all the uh, the Lovecraft movies. It was the same director. Was he? He the, the, the director wanted to use the same. He uses the same cast, in, like in all his movies. He did uh, From Beyond, um, Reanimator, Bride of Reanimator. Uh, uh, all he, he, he did. Oh, um, uh, I think it's called the Necronomicon. Like in all those movies, he uses the same actors because he just wanted to work with the same people. He got you know he 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 liked the, how how they how they had chemistry together. You're making me look like a fucking. Noob on this thing, but yeah. I've, I've only I've only seen I've read all the fucking books on Lovecraft shit. I've only seen um, the Sam Neill stuff, Mountains of Madness, that classic. The book, great film. 
Uh, it, it's it's a weird film. Oh, the man of bad. The Sam the, the, um at the mouth Sam of madness. Are you talking about mouth the mouth of madness? That's mouth the one. yes, mouth yep. of Sam. Neill. That's actually. It's not Lovecraft. It's is Lovecraft, and it's not Love. It's like they, they, it's the main character. The, style. Oh, the main villain is supposed to be Lovecraft. It's got the style of Lovecraft. Oh, absolutely. That's it's Lovecraftian. It's but actually I, very ingenious how they put that movie together. I love Sam Neill as an actor. He does that. He does horror really well. I did like him in that movie. That movie had some, some silly parts in it, but overall, I really enjoyed it. The other movie he's in, where um, Event Horizon. Yeah, another very, another Lawrence, very Cthulian um, Lawrence movie. Fishburne. It's just like mm-hmm. Demons Two, Demons One, not Lovecraftian. <laughs> no, they are not Lovecraftian movies. They uh, are really, really bad eighties movies made by a guy who had to be yeah. high. When he was if I was going to recommend something outside of Demons, Demons Two, I, I also I love these. I, I mean, you want movies that are similar? Yeah. I mean. I, I guess I said Wreck before. I, I, I highly remember. I highly re- recommend seeing Wreck, the Spanish version. Not the American version. Quarantine is okay, but Wreck really is much much better. Well, Danny's got the tone. Wreck, the demons, demons. I think if you really want to go the same kind of film, go Peter Jackson horror. Go Brain Dead. If you really I, want to push I, on, I, I, I vaguely remember Brain Dead, but I did see that. I, yeah. I mean, if you want to go for a movie that has great effects, just watch John Carpenter's The Thing. I mean, that's a, that's, and I'm talking about the uh, the original, not not the recent, not the prequel. 2011 with um, Elizabeth, I can't remember her name, who played in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I didn't see that movie. But I heard it was the prequel to like John Carpenter's movie. Yeah, it's a bit shit. The Norwegians. Yeah, you saw it. It's, it's bad. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, I, guess I, I didn't see it. Yeah, I was planning on it. It's, it's on my list, but I loved, I loved the, the original. I loved borderline uh, worth watching. Uh, Kurt Russell, Kurt shit. Russell. It's not got him. It's not got Keith Child, who are both fucking epic in that. I mean, that's that's obviously the thing that fucking demons is missing beyond Tony, the <laughs> fucking pimp. I can't, I can't believe that's a celebrity guy. They've got Tony the pimp. It's. It's but insane. yeah, but you can tell they really didn't have much of a budget. Like it's this it's not B list. Was... It's not fucking C list. I love the guy. I fucking like, don't have a go at me for any of that. I love the fucking actor. He's great, but he's not. Yeah, but you gotta understand. Again, you're looking at it from a modern point of view. Back in the like I said before, back in the eighties when VHS came out, there were a million studios came out. Like at least these studios didn't have a lot of money. They had were they're all low budget. That's where Puppet Master comes from. You know, you know I, think that's, I think that's New Moon. I think they did Puppet yeah, Master. I mean, that's where we films. get that. Yeah. I mean, this is what they had to work with. They didn't have a lot of money. They couldn't afford high... They couldn't afford, like, Gene Hackman or something like that. You know, they couldn't afford uh, Kurt Russell. They had the deal. They had the, They could only afford Tony the Pimp. So I don't blame them for that. But I'm just find, I just find it amusing <laughs> that that's their celebrity. That's their <sighs> name actor. And that's, that's what I find funny about it. But I mean, you got to start somewhere. I mean, I mean, I was just a while ago. I was talking. About, we were talking about actors that you know got their first start, and I remember like the original, the first Friday the Thirteenth has Kevin Bacon in it. No one who knew, no one who Kevin Bacon was Johnny Depp. 
as in Friday the 13th. Oh, no, not Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, the, orig- the, original, the original movie. Friday the 13th. Kevin Kevin Bacon, known as the original... Um, we are talking about, we were watching some movie with uh, Mc- McConaughey. And uh, one of his first movies was Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Uh, you fucking... Oh, great he was a nobody. No one knew who he was. But you know what? There you go. There's your recommendation from me. Texas Chainsaw 2. Fucking amazing... Over the top, cheesy. Oh my god, that's so fucking. over the top. It's so over the top, it's funny. It's, it's not mean, it's even a horror movie. Bill Mosley in it. Fucking watch Texas Chainsaw 2. Amazing I, film. Like, the first one obviously was supposed to be scary. It's a horror movie. But the second one, that was they were just going for laughs, I believe. We didn't give a fuck. It's great. There's, there's your recommendation for a fun, cheesy, over the top horror film. Go Texas Chainsaw 2 if you've watched The Two Demons and you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm going to just really awkwardly shove in Steph saying yes or no as to whether he enjoyed either of the two films. <laughs> but yes, you want to see a movie that's, you want to see an 80s movie or something that's, that's demons that's good? Return of the Living Dead, the original, or Wreck. That's my two recommendations. Yeah, those are finished. Just get really drunk, watch demons. One yeah, two, or just get really drunk mates. and high and watch demons. The first one's worth watching, genuinely. It's like, get really drunk. Well, if you're the, well, remember, they're not long movies. I watched both of them. In three, in three hours, you can watch both movies. Yeah. Uh, cheers for listening. Have a Discord lined up. We've got a short film coming out that cost me a shitload to make, and I'm going to promote here because I'm shameless. Because it cost me an arseload, and I want someone to fucking watch it. That's going to be out sometime February, March. I don't give a shit about festivals, so I'm going to post it up into YouTube for you idiots to watch. Because you're willing to listen to me for hours on end. That's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from Rob. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. I'm probably going to have you suffer through something else because you actually enjoyed this. <laughs> and it's difficult to find people who are willing to sit through this shit. And I will awkwardly shove in a goodbye from Steph. Have a good one. And we'll see you next time.